I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind in the business Got me stressed in the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? Wakanda Wakanda forever. forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, screenwriting, (laughs) stories. You're talking to Bugs Bunny right now. (laughs) Well, Willie Wabbit. Stories, craft, and shit like that. (laughs) We got the clan in the house. Lisa Bolacaja's back. Ooh, hello. What's up, girl? Where you been? Hey. Uh, Recuperating from when me and... uh, Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. When me and Linnell went running around on Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. Oh, God. We got there at like 4.30. We met up at Sephora. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she was in there looking for some stuff, hanging out. We went and got some Pink's hot dogs. Like we 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 we, in, we got carved up, mm-hmm. and we were there from like. You five. need your energy to run. L- listen, carved, oh, carved, carved, carved up. up. Did I say carved up? Well, it was carved. it was Halloween Horror Nights. Right. So, like, what is that so mean? we got carved up, carved. <laughs> okay. And then uh, from like five o'clock at night to two o'clock in the morning, y'all running. We was just doing the mazes and all the ride. I finally yeah. got to get on the Harry Potter thing. Mm. It is so good. I'm too big. Oh God. I'm literally too big for really? the ride. Oh God, it's so good. But I'm so sad now because I found out after I got off the ride, I was telling some people about it. They said, oh, yeah, but you probably would have enjoyed it more. But they took the 3D effect away from it. Oh, I said, really? huh? what? Because <laughs> it was good with just right. the projection and so all the stuff. Why would they take yeah. the 3D away? Because people were throwing up. The fuck up. Really? They were throwing up on the ride. <laughs> really? And they ruined it for me. So by the time I get there to enjoy it, I didn't even get the full effect. You mean that mm. night they took it out? No, they just, in general. They so thank, thanks to, to y'all who, you, you already know when your body can't right. handle you stuff. Know what you, can't you already handle. know what you can't do. So you ruined it for <laughs> everybody else. But just the Hogwarts, the castle, the, the key, the detail. It's just It's brilliant. And then yeah. I, I had no idea. I didn't know what the ride was. <laughs> so when me, me and Lynn were just sitting there for like, it was the longest one we stood in line so for, about 70 it, minutes. I don't believe we there know. is Linnell or Lisa. I think we're all the same person. We're the same person. <laughs> I don't see y'all together. And you claim to do these things together. We were running now around he's screaming. He's Carl Seaton. Carl Seaton. You have become you have drink, the Carl Seaton. You drink the Kool Aid. The school. The Carl Seaton school of doppelgangers. <laughs> that's what that is about. Yeah, we are the same person. Life model decoys is yeah, what he. Well, there's a photo. There's a photo at at Universal Studios oh, on one of the no roller coasters. There's no such thing as Photoshop. Exactly. <laughs> You, and we're both we're both holding fate. it's a deep they fate. pulled some random woman in and claimed it was Linnell I had our little thing we're running around having fun and just yeah so it was really good but like I said I was sad to find out that it was actually a did 3D ride did you guys ride. go to the Farscape thing the, the 25th anniversary thing of Farscape no what's that uh, where was that at it was at the Henson Studios I was no. gonna go but I couldn't no I missed and it Linnell said if you go I'll go and then Aww. I was like I never it was on Twitter I do a, I basically live on Twitter but it was fun no really shut up shut up <laughs> it was fun it was fun so I've recuperated done well poor poor Paul 
Like every year he has to get off for six months. Then he is crazy. What else? No, we were talking about Twitter. Oh, yeah. He lived on Twitter. Wait, did he come back? No, not since. No, oh, okay. Oh, a little he bit. He won't be back. I don't yeah, think he'll come back. back. I think he's done. No. He's on Instagram. But he can't. Because he can't. He can't separate. He can't just leave it. When people start saying dumb shit, he has to say something. Yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, say dumb shit. And it gets I, personal sometimes. People, co- yeah. I was people come. Yeah. People, people come at him. Some in there's a. Uh, we were talking about. Well, let's not do that. Let's let's have the introduction. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's not my show. It's all good. Okay. We fine. We already started now. So mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Chris Derrick in the house. What's up, Chris? Prepping the movie on yeah. the show. We ready? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, do, I'm doing. Um, Doing a web series, yeah. That okay. And prepping that part two. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how mm-hmm. it all turned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so prepping that. So um, it's looking good. I had to, yeah, I, it's I, coming. It's coming. It's coming together. Yeah. The script just came in. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to show you guys something. See, let me see how I can show it to you now. Hey Chris, move your. Uh, over. uh just um, you, you know, I was I'm trying to use like like some new things to do this to make it more interesting, not interesting, but make it simpler for what you know that we're trying to do. So, uh, oh, it's not here. It didn't work. Whatever. Um, but it's it's been fun so far. I, I you know like like I'm doing this. Um, I'm changing something up now. I'm starting. I I I'm, I want to walk five miles a day, like every day up until the, the shoot day. Hmm. What's because that about? I, I remember that when, when I was at the the, the DGA once that time I went there and I met Gary Marshall. He mm-hmm. was I was like I need some advice. He was like you have to be able to walk five miles a day. Every day, because that's probably how much you'll be walking on the set. Right. I was like, okay, cool. So, yeah, so the director almost never. Sits yeah. Down, right? So you only I, see so, that shit in movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. When they're so, sitting in the chair, like, yeah, yeah. No, So, so I, so you know, I, I, so I just want to because we have because it's such a long day and mm-hmm. we're shooting two things. And it's gonna be crazy. I'm just doing that. I got the camera stuff sorted out with Alex yesterday, okay. um, and then we're gonna talk to. Do we get the lights? Figured out? Yeah, that's, yeah, they, yeah. That's all. Okay, that's all figured out. Well, I got a question. We got to send TA, but it's all figured out. I got to. Um, uh, yeah, it's coming together well. It's, okay. I'm, I l- like. Like, I'm very excited about what's happening. So you saw my email to you. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So yeah, so so, so, yeah, so that's dope. It's. Cool. I mean, look. I mean, I'm excited about what we're trying to do. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's gonna be it's ambitious. It's but ambitious. We can, we can do it. My favorite thing. Yeah. But, favorite but, so what's popping, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, how uh, you doing, me? Jeff? Uh, <laughs> I go, just which, working on my which, show. Which of the seven things can you talk about? <laughs> uh, I am still... Wait, this is one of those situations where we have to like... No, no, non-disclosure agreement. No, no. I can't I have can't my back face in the window. That kind of thing. I can't say details, okay. but enough has been announced. I'm co-EP on uh, Power of Book 2 Ghost. Yeah. Um, and that's basically all I can say. We're in production. Things are going great. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you guys cast, started shooting already? Yeah, oh yeah! All right. Oh hell! He yeah. can't tell. Don't get him in trouble. <clears throat> um, the cast is great. Everybody's <laughs> working hard. It's a very copacetic. It's a very easy. Uh, where, where do you guys shoot? Uh, they shoot in New York. We okay, write it out here. Mm-hmm. Um, do you need anybody to say they went over there? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, one that's, day. That's still above my pay grade. One day. Um, <laughs> my boss Courtney Kemp loves Courtney. Uh, runs a delightful room. Good. Um, you you should consider yourself. What you call it, the Kemp World? The Kemp Empire. The Kemp Empire. The Kemp Empire. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, you should you should consider yourself lucky if you get staffed on one of her shows. Nice. She's a writer's writer, mm-hmm. uh, which is my favorite kind of writer. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, she really likes writers. Right. Um, and not a lot of people like us. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know why your host, all your shit is based on us. Entire yeah, but life. Maybe that's why. Maybe I found it. the secret of why y'all hate us and want us <laughs> trying to diminish us at every chance you can get. Um, so that's that. And then I'm doing a lot of little stuff. I got a com- couple comic book projects that are brewing of my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a little feeler from one of the big two that I can't talk about because I don't want to jinx it, not because of right, NDA. Right, right, right. Um, like we didn't actually sign anything, Jeff, but you're talking a lot of smack out there. Um, but uh, so there's that. Um, writing some pilots when I have the time, which I don't. Right. Um, it's really mostly focused on the show right now. Like once things start cranking and you're sending writers to New York, and you know you got a, a limited staff here to continue breaking a season. And, yeah, know. people don't realize that, that once once you get into production on a show. <clears throat> things get really, really, really hectic. It's crazy because time. now you lose a person or two sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. And and you got to still got to turn those scripts. Well, in. you got a writer on deck doing yeah. their actual show, mm-hmm. and then you got the writer that's about to. So they're out there prepping. So you, right. and if it's a writing team, that's two. That's two people, two even though they get paid as one. Right. That's three people gone um, for basically a month. Mm-hmm. And if the room is ten or smaller, then you lost a third to a half of your staff. Mm-hmm. Um, we are. I mean, it's all part, it's the nature of the beast. It's yeah. not like any of this is a big shock to anybody. But once the monster starts running, mm-hmm. everybody's running. And and even once you go off to prep, you still got to be in on what's going on back in the room, yeah. too. Because otherwise, you're going to come back and not know what the fuck's going on. Right. I kind of liken it to the original when you first watched Dune, mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're going on the sandworms and everybody's running up, trying to rush up and catch. The beast is going. Yeah. yeah. And, you and better, your ass better, you better come on, on baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The other thing is, I'll, I'm constantly asking myself, how in the hell did we do this without email? Okay. Like, oh my God. Because it's already Can crazy. you imagine? Yeah. But it was, and then I used to be in the old days. Well, they used a hell of paper, too. Right. <laughs> right. FedEx. How did we do this without FedEx? Right. Was the original question. People have been doing this for almost a century now. I say, how do people do without FedEx, without faxes, yeah. with like teletype? I mean, you they know, had writers chained in the room. No, no they, threw, phone. they threw slop at no you to eat. <laughs> so. They hosed you I down. Mean, it's, 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 it's crazy when you go and you look at. I, I, you know, what's funny. I was watching the. You know, I was watching the movie with my brother. Mm-hmm. There's that little scene that they're on set. You know, and they got one of those old, you know, like being, you know, like BNC cameras. You know, and it's it's probably like you know, it's probably like one of those old Panaflexes. It's like you know, it's 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 probably you know, it's probably like two feet wide and like mm-hmm. f- and like three and a half feet long. People and, don't get it. And maybe yeah. three feet high. I was, <laughs> I was like, see, this one I've been making movies, and and, I, uh, and he was like, and and this film, it's film. <laughs> the, the funniest thing is, people today, like you know, these film, these people, you know, if, if you go online and look at people talking about cameras and stuff like that. They bitch when the camera weighs like two pounds. Oh, God, oh, yeah. God damn, it's so heavy. heavy. It's so heavy. Yeah. I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. Do you know what they had to do? Mm-hmm. What they had, and that's a 35 millimeter camera. Yeah, the, the camera department was burly for a freaking reason. reason. <laughs> okay. That's why there were six of them. Right. Okay. And they could best press a tank. Okay. Yeah. okay. Go watch it, you know, like, you know, like go watch behind the scenes for like a. Once in Arabia, when they're yeah. out in the Sinai desert yep. with, with a seventy millimeter camera, yep. you Crazy. know, and they got it on a dollar, and that's just the mags, by the way. Yeah. The camera <laughs> is a whole so other thing. thing. It's huge. Oh my it's god! But it's interesting because I, 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 because I, I always say, you know, because we, were, I was talking to my brother about stuff, and I was like, oh, you know, is, is that back in the day they had to like figure out ways 
to move the camera to be nimble, mm-hmm. but not knowing that the, the camera's not nimble. Right. That's why that's why there's an interesting look to, to older cinema that you don't see now because because the cameras, you know, you have these gimbals. And but like, I like problem solving like that. We talked so about I. the last time I was mm-hmm. here, the World War II camera changes and all that. But also like when you watch like. Um, Watch this swivel, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Evil Dead One, yeah, uh, yes. where uh, the Ramis had to come up with something, and they made the shaky cam, yeah, right. out of nothing, right. yeah. what they had a veil, yeah. right? There was no such thing as that mm. prior to that movie. After that movie, everybody's like, yeah, right. Yeah. right? Yeah. I love that kind of problem solving. Mm-hmm. The 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 good and the bad is the problem is solved for you because you can hold your camera in your pocket, right? right. Yeah. So. Well, Chris and I were talking the other day about this project we're about to shoot, and I was like. It's it's it's. And I was telling my husband the other day. I was like, it's frustrating sometimes when you have to shoot things for a lower budget than you would if you were on you like your show, for example. Yeah. Even, I'm sure there's things but you, you know guys play. I about. was watching it's the morning perfect. show. It's never perfect, and they got money. What did what, you right. say? The what? morning show, the Apple oh, TV well, show. Yeah, oh, yeah, because right, you know, right. I'm not counting the salaries. That's some insane stuff I didn't want exactly. to discuss. No, yeah, yeah, but, but the basic budget, the production budget, the production budget it's fucking huge. Right. What is it? 15 mil per episode yeah. or that's something? Crazy. That's some insanity. Yeah. I mean, that's please a movie. Throw me that money. Yes, but that's movie budget. Yes. Oh my god, that's every two episodes is a motion picture. Yes. But trip. What I was where I was going with this was piggybacking off of what Jeff is saying. It makes you have to be so much more creative. Right. Right. When you don't have the toys you want. Right. When you when you don't have the resources that you normally can get. And that's why like it made me think about um, we were talking a while ago when Tangerine came out and how he shot that. Mm -hmm. And but it looked bigger. I constantly go off on Tangerine. You know what I mean? Just Mm -hmm. because of you don't have much. So you're like, well, we don't have a dolly. Let's do it with a bicycle. It's like shit that just like, wow. (laughs) And some freaking duct tape and a stick. Yeah. Like. Yes. You think I'm joking, but like some roller skates and a skateboard. There you go. That's your pushing it. No, as I've gotten older, yeah. I've gotten frosty with people who say I can't. No, but because I'm like, yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. This is the thing about the, the thing project that the Huey and I are doing. You know, Huey was saying something to me the other day. He was like, "How are we going to start this? You know, like, mm-hmm. like how's this going to look as as a series? You know." I was like, "Okay," but in my mind, I I had something that I thought could be cool to do, but then I was like. I don't know if we have time to actually get those to set that up the way in my head. And I was like, that is just it's it was going to be wasted effort for something that's not going to be on screen for a long mm-hmm. time. So I because this is you to be creative. Mm-hmm. I was like, how can we do something that is just like simple? It was cool. Like a seven second little thing yeah. that you can. It was just, beautiful. too. You know, yeah. I, I was like, let's. Just, <clears throat> I, so I had to go back and, and rethink it and rethink it and go, how do I make it work for what we're trying to do and make it be like a, a, and make it stylized? Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Is like, how do we make it stylized? And then I figured out like how we can shoot it. So we'll, so we'll do the one thing at the end of the first mm-hmm. per, and then those guys can shoot, then leave, and then we'll bring the other guys in and do right. that same setup. Right. So it was all just, but the thinking about like, what can you do creatively because yeah. you don't have money. It's a, clear, it's a clear gimmick. People are always thinking gimmick. about why they can't do something and I point them to things like uh, Batman the Animated TV Series when mm-hmm. it first came on the air and it was a groundbreaking show for a lot of reasons. But one of the things that they did was they stole techniques from anime. Mm-hmm. They did and that show was heavily designed. Mm-hmm. So they, they didn't have more money than any other animated show but they were more ambitious about what they wanted to do mm. so before they started doing anything they designed the hell out of that thing so there's like implied motion mm. there's implied yeah. motion all over the place mm-hmm. and it's stylized as Chris just said in such a way that the audience is oh this is this show I'm watching so I'm not expecting certain things because these heavy blacks and that 
background of the city doesn't have to look like realistic. I don't have to see every building right. and every window. Just texture. Know, right? It, mm-hmm. But it, it's on purpose. Right. It's clearly done as a design thing rather than we didn't have enough money so as well. We threw mm-hmm. up a backdrop. And, mm-hmm. Okay, y'all know that's New York. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, Jeff, Jeff and I were talking when we came in. Sorry to interrupt you. Wait, Jeff, what are you just doing here? Well, y'all know it's New York. Y'all know that's New York. It's a city out there. Y'all know, exactly. y'all know what it is. So Jeff and I were talking before you guys came in about the Watchmen and yeah. the, the little opening about Tulsa. I haven't seen it. And, and you got to watch. You got to watch. And you got to watch it. Just that. Give me 10 minutes. Give All me right. 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, and I would tell them, like, that first seven, eight minutes in, I was a little concerned, you know, based on the fact that I wrote the Black Wall Street script. But once it goes into the show, I went, oh, actually, this is... And I, I called my manager, like, a day two later, me and Pamela talked about it, and she's going to come by about one. And I said, this could actually be a proof of concept. All we have to do is show them this piece right here. It can be done. So for everybody who's scared about the... the the climate we're in, mm-hmm. everybody who's scared about the budget and how to make this thing what work, happened? that opening is like, it could be done. They did it on TV. You know they don't have yeah. a movie version. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The other thing <laughs> is with the Joker, everybody, by the way, I'm not going to see that. I have my own reasons for that, okay. whatever. But everybody was like, they're going to be incels riding the streets, <laughs> murdering people <laughs> in the theaters because of right, the subject matter. Too, the, yeah. This climate is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. That's I guess you can say that before the movie comes out is possible, although none of you've seen it or read it, so I don't know how you're making this assessment, <laughs> you know. But uh, the truth is, you can you can sometimes underestimate what the public will absorb. I agree, right? Like people aren't really hair trigger lunatics living mm-hmm. on their ranch waiting for the apocalypse. Well, Most of us aren't that. Dude. Okay, but it's a very small. <laughs> but here's the thing about the Joker. I saw the movie. I liked the movie a lot. I think that the way that the, is that the marketing people cut it in a way to to. You mean the the trailers and the, all that? Yeah, the the trailer <clears throat> the trailer is cut in a way to kind of say something that the movie is not. Okay, and it's and it is trying to be. It, and it's trying to push buttons in a way the movie doesn't. Didn't do that, you know, because 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 like the the movie is very it's a it's a very the thing about it is that. Like when I walked out of the movie, I was saying to myself, "Can this movie work without it being the Joker?" You know, like in, what was your in answer? Terms of, and it could. Then it didn't need to be made you know, that way. Um, yeah. Right. You know. If it can be made, and it's not the Joker. Yeah. It doesn't need to be the Joker. <laughs> yeah. You got to say, Lisa. But, 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 but you know, well, no. You, 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 you just said it. Because <laughs> this is the thing. Sometimes I look at these these hero movies and I say to myself. Do they stand on their own, or are they just kind of like so built upon like formulaic? The, well, no, the outs. I mean, like if you watch something like the Avengers, right? Like the the Avengers can't stand on its own because there's because because of the it way needs it's the built. feeder it, movies. It needs the feeder movies, right. you know. And 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 that's what I mean about this. Does this movie need you know bat, the whole Batman canon to make it work? No, and it does. And 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 right. and, and, and that's what's cool about it. Okay. And it actually does some interesting twists to the Batman canon. That yeah, I heard there were a lot the, of. Easter eggs and stuff there's, all over it. There's some interesting stuff to the movie. I mean, I mean, Thomas Wayne's in it, not Bruce. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's there's lots of cool there's stuff that makes it smart and that level. I, I think the thing that's interesting is Thomas's is, father. Yeah, Doctor Thomas what's, Wayne. What's interesting mm-hmm. is that um, the guy, you know, like when I saw it at the Writers Guild, Todd Phillips and his, and his co-screenwriter was like saying, "Look, what we wanted to do when we pitched it to Warner Brothers is we said, look, right now." 
the fucking internet is driving everybody insane. Mm -hmm. Twitter's driving everybody insane because no one will listen to anybody and people lack empathy for, for other people. That's our <laughs> premise of, of how we're going into the film. And I was like, that's a really, I mean, and, you know, and, and, that's, and if, that's what they did because when you watch it, you see that that's what they're trying to do. Well, but, but at the same time, this is fascinating that he said about, it's like, he, the movie was $55 million dollars that's and, a good budget. Huh, That's but a good but this is what's crazy. He said because the people at Warner Brothers saw that as like an indie film budget, they gave them no fuck. They gave them no supervision. Right, because it's uh, so right. small. It's we so don't care if it fails. Them. Yeah. Right. No supervision at all. I mean, the basis is. He, Boy, give me fifty-five million dollars. Yeah. Okay. Let love. me have that fifty-five million and no supervision. Well, maybe no go. supervision. It's let the Joker. The people will yeah. come. It's crazy. Damn, it's crazy. Man. I was like, wow. But he was talking about. He's talking about things he did was interesting in terms of like there's scenes. He said, you know, because of no supervision, they would like. Uh, schedule things where they would uh, at the end of the day they would set these these little moments where they were like here's where we can let you know here's how we can let Joaquin just just go off just go off and it's and it's built into the schedule you know and he was like, just like okay. it's almost like the gimme that I was like talking the about part of my yeah. head that is a producer yeah. makes me want to murder everyone <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, well, I just feel like there's certain times. But if you though, get the day, but if but if it's, but yeah, if, if you, you, if you get day. the day, because I always tell I always tell directors when they work with me, I'm like, come with your shot list the best you can, and give me your wish list just in case there's time. Usually there okay, isn't. Your shot and wish list is different than you, indulging actor. I want to. Well, like, let me finish. Off for let me finish. Hours. But and then I say, also plan just a little bit of time for those moments, those key moments. Where like we we were auditioning the other day, we found we realized one of the two of the actors were actually really good improvers. Our nurse, yeah. we were okay. like, okay, we're gonna keep what's on the page, but when we get there, we're gonna give. We're her gonna one. get some stuff to let them play. We're gonna let her play. You know what I mean? Okay, that's so different like, than what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm telling y'all right now, if you see fair. this as a Jeff Thorne production, y'all like, hey, <laughs> ask, you ain't gonna be wilding out like that. I promise you, I will put your ass in a coma in a heartbeat. <laughs> You'll sit out the whole season in that hospital bed. Okay, I don't play that mess. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, but okay. But with um, the difference in the Warner's point of view and the Marvel point of view is profound and it's fundamental. Um, I everyone, I'm wildly on record. Just go look at my Twitter feed and put my name next to Jack, Zack Snyder. You'll see how I feel about all of that. Right. Okay, it's negative, that's, but I don't need to go cousin. into. It. Yeah, um, <laughs> but. It's negative within this context. I don't have to like everything. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm required to like everybody's take, okay? These are pieces of art, and each artist comes with what they come in with. There's a fundamental difference between the way Warner's approaches this material and the way uh, Marvel, Marvel Disney approaches yeah, right. the material. Marvel Disney is cohesive. They're like, this is a shared universe. It's gonna have the same tone across the board. Yeah. All these characters interact with each other, so I want character consistency between each, uh, between each movie. If uh, uh, Nick Fury shows up in your movie, he better be the same damn Nick Fury that showed right. up in this other movie. None of y'all introducing any random background story crap that right. I have to deal with in movie X way over here. Right. We're going to discuss all that before you even write anything, right? Before anything is shot, whatever. Warner's attitude is Chris comes in with a good take on uh, Batgirl. Go. We like it. Go. Yeah, but, you know, uh, uh, Nolan and Snyder is that. Yeah, yeah, we don't care about that. Go do your movie. How much? 55 mil? Go. Go. Well, yeah. But right? yeah, but They're not trying to establish yeah, yeah, but, all of that. But here, here's the thing about that, and I agree with you, is that, you know, the guy who got fired, I think it was sometime last year because he got caught up in Kevin Sujahara. Okay. He got caught up in that the 
Brett Ratner thing, right? You know, he was the head of 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 of, of, of one of us for a long time, and he's on record for saying, "I don't like comic books." Yeah, well, then don't make that's any crazy. comic book movies. And, and, and <laughs> don't make know, no comic book movies. Crazy. And 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 for him, it's not like comic books. And then to put all his eggs in the basket of one guy who hadn't, who you know, who 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 people who was contentious on his ability to deliver, we'll say it was Zack Snyder. Because it was different if you gave everything to Chris, Chris Nolan, who had kind of proven that he had, that he had done some successful films before he, got the, before he got Batman Begins. You know, I kind of feel like they, they had a chance to do what, what, um, what they did at Marvel, and they didn't want to do that. But we've got to remember, the Marvel charge. thing... The, I mean, we could go off on no, this for no, hours. No, but the Marvel thing was like, partly serendipity. The idea that Kevin Feige showed up on day one of Iron Man and went, you know, what we're gonna do, you know, what we're about to do, folks. In about fifteen years, we're gonna do this Endgame thing. Okay, right? <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all ready, right? Because we're about to do this. That's not what happened. No, of course right? not. Of course, Iron not. Man was a comeback thing for for uh, for Robert, Robert Downey Down Jr. We got an Oscar-winning actor to come on his comeback trail to come headline this mm-hmm. thing. It was very much hinged on his personality. And thank God it Tony worked. Stark, and thank God that gamble worked. Yeah. But like the Joker, didn't spend that much money to do it. Right. Most of the money was spent on him and Terrence Howard. Mm-hmm. Right. The rest of it was really? just whatever. That's a whole other movie. <laughs> uh, but as it moved forward, they dis- they decided at some point, obviously, <laughs> these are now... Both standalone movies and feeders into this new kind of movie, which depends on the fact of the success of the other movies. Right. right? By that time, by the time Marvel had locked into that, DC was well into creating its Batman mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And then everybody else was playing catch up because Fe- Feige had reshuffled the deck on everybody. They're like, wait, this shit is working? Mm. Oh, damn. We better, oh, let's do it. Yeah. Well, we've got the Dark Knight. Let's hinge everything on that. And I'm like, well, that was your first mistake. Okay, um, you can't base everything on the vision of one director who you let just go. Nolan and Batman are the perfect marriage of character and director writer, right? Mm-hmm. Nolan and Superman, don't let that man near Superman. No, you, no why would right, you look at right. his film history and go, hey, you know what's yeah, good for? Okay. Let's have him do Shazam, you know, <laughs> or the Mickey Mouse biopic. He's just not that guy. It's nothing yeah. against his talent or his genius or his ability. It's like he makes something naturally, and then there's this other thing. Mm-hmm. Let him flex where it doesn't, let him experiment where it's not costing $250 million, right? Well, but once that tone was set and they tried to create right. this cohesive universe, it had to be this thing. Right. And now they keep talking about why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? Well, because it ain't well, working. Well, it's, it's simple because. It ain't you working because it ain't working. As, <laughs> as much as I. Can you say that in a meeting? I'm not the guy Guys. Who, who pushes this because that's not <laughs> right. me. It's that what they did at Marvel is it's not filmmaker friendly. No, it's more like a big it, giant it, TV yeah, show with a huge yeah, budget. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, that's why it works because it's like in the, and Feige's the showrunner and, right. it, and it all And that's why certain directors his, whether they're good or bad doesn't matter. They yeah, fall out they fall, because they're used to the normal be, auteur sort I'm, of system. I want some control. That's And that's the mistake they made at Warner's. Warner's because, mistake is trying to be trying to do both. Yeah. What they yeah. should have done is committed. Right. When you see uh, 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 Kevin no, uh Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan, Batman. Even if Superman shows up in that show, this is the 
Nolan universe right. version of our DC universe. So you can, in theory, have eight different people playing Superman until you get a director who's got a feel for Superman and starts making Superman movies, right. which would be totally different in tone, don't even need to take place in the same basic universe, so that if Batman shows up in a Superman movie, new cast, completely different guy and vibe, maybe the Batman in the Nolan movies never has a Robin ever, he's shooting people in the face, he's doing all kinds of crazy mm-hmm. stuff, and then the Batman that shows up in a Superman movie has a little kid sidekick, he's a much happier kind of guy perhaps not psychotic you know mm-hmm. all of that stuff if they'd committed to that i believe they would have remained competitive because then there would have been all this buzz about oh damn what's the green lantern movie going to be right. like? what's the new tone going to be oh right. my god but instead they tried to have their cake and eat it too yeah. and the, yeah. unfortunately you can't center a universe on a psycho you can't center a superhero universe on the psychotic no. tone of no. a batman yeah. no. gotham well, is an aberration well see but see this the thing's interesting too is that it's kind of like you know, for comic heads, it's kind of like the Batman, the Chris Nolan Batman movies kind of feel like the Dark Knight Return yeah. type of thing. And, th- and the thing is, that is like outside of what, the, you know, like the, they can't do that for every character. Of know? course not. And, 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 and that's the mistake. But, 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 but the thing that I think that what you're saying is interesting, cool, is that it is that. The thing about comics I love is is that, you know, the John Byrne X-Men is not the same as like the George Perez, nope. you know, like like version of something like that. Exactly. But, but and, and uh, but, but that's what I loved about the comics, you know. And if and if those characters like like would interact from time to time, that's when things became kind of cool cuz you kind of like Whose tone is going to be the, the like 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 the one that's overriding? We look at that, Greg you know? Berlanti's TV universe, mm-hmm. right? First of all, that I don't know if they did this on purpose, but the reason I started liking those shows is they were basically saying, fuck you to the movie people every episode of one of their shows. Mm. He's like, no idiots like this. Every week. Mm. Uh, Arrow was basically their Batman. But it started the thing. But did they hinge everything on the tone of Arrow? No, they did not. Nope. When The Flash showed up, he was kind of their Superman character, yeah. right? Very right. bright, very happy, right. light, sort of comedic a lot of the time, right. blah, blah, blah. And then they did their crossover. And what happened? They looked at each other like, what is wrong with this motherfucker? Right mm-hmm. How am I going to team up with this dark-ass murdering people with sharp little things okay. he shoots at them? <laughs> Dude, are you serious with the big flashy red costume? What the <laughs> hell is going on with you? People see you from right. a mile away. Yeah. 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 He's like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I can do this. Zip! Yeah. Yeah, I can do whatever the fuck I want, yo. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And all of a sudden you have friction and drama and it was interesting, whatever. Right. And then they would go back to their corners and either there'd be some crossover fans, right? Right. Oh, the Arrow. I never really watched Flash before, but that looked kind Let of Let me go check it out. Right? Yeah. And vice versa. Or you didn't lose anything because right. everybody's like, see those fools? They don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. Let's stick with my boy. Right. right. Did you did you see that Selwyn's going to be the consulting producer? Yeah, I'm talking about that. Yeah, mm. yeah, he's on the, the Adam Strange thing. Yeah. The good news for Warner's, from my point of view, is at any time they can still commit to the original model. Right. Right. Lisa shows up with her pitch for whatever character she loves. I show up for another character. Y'all go. How much is the budget? Which should be the first question. <laughs> oh, I can do this for fifty five. That's what y'all gave Joker. I'm right. good with that. Right. 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 Go have your ball. Right. right. And then if it takes off, then you spin off off of that. You don't automatically assume it has to work like the Marvel version right. where they have to interact with each other so mm-hmm. directly. Right. You're just trying to make money and put asses in seats. Yeah. Go. Right. Yeah, Do yeah, it. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know. Plus, it's built into the concept of the DC universe, which is different than the Marvel universe, which people don't want to talk about. Yeah. And then I will stop. Yeah. I'm an old comic book head. But the, the reason <laughs> the reason that the Kevin Feige's version works better 
is because Marvel was designed by Stan Lee at the beginning to be an inner connected right. every book set in the same place right. all of them know about each other you'll see a daily bugle on the background of a, of a page where Spider-Man right. is going, oh, you'll right, see right. something about yeah right. they'll mention the Fantastic Four in a book where they don't even appear to let y'all know <laughs> right. it's all the same place mm-hmm. DC Comics DC stands for Detective Comics okay y'all don't seem to most of you children don't know your history as again I know I'm always saying that DC Comics Flash Comics, Sensation Comics, mm-hmm. Wonder, All-Star Comics. All, All-Star Comics. Right. All these were different mm-hmm. independent companies that slowly got sucked together into one space. Each one of those characters was the only superhero in their universe, hmm. right? There wasn't no Flash going, hey, who's that guy over there? There wasn't any of that. Mm-hmm. He was the only guy. Everybody's like, how the hell is this guy doing this shit? Right. Superman shows, who the hell is this dude? <laughs> Batman, is there even really a Batman? Who would even do that? That was part of the mystique. But once they became a cohesive universe, they've never been a clean fit. It's like living in a world where there's no zombies, now there's a zombie. <laughs> exactly, right? Well, they've never seen a George Romero movie, they don't know how to kill zombies. Right. So it's unruly to begin with, is my point. Yeah, it was, I mean, that's kind of why I always felt the one of the best DC stories ever was the original Crisis. That is the greatest is, editorial you know, decision the, yeah. in the history of comic books. Yeah. Right? Wait, this ain't. How many Earths do we got? Did, did Superman and Batman exist? In the, how did? Wait, what? You know, how many powers? Who's who's dating who? Yeah, right. see, but what's like, cool about that is, is that when you read that, I remember when I read that for the first time. You kind of were like, it, it was, it set that multiverse thing up that the Marvel Marvel stuff didn't really have. Didn't have to worry about it. Didn't have to worry about it. And it was interesting as a reader because you see these characters that you don't even know about, or you see these differences in the costumes in a way that you're like, huh? Because that's why they don't. It was it was so expertly Again, done. Again, DC did a really smart thing. Back, I, I want to say it's Julie Schwartz. It might not have been, but they did this book called Flash of Two Worlds, where they introduced this concept because they Schwartz, were trying yeah. to segue from what we call the Golden Age into the Silver Age, but they didn't want to lose whoever their readership was. And there was a whole bunch of people who had that original Flash with the Mercury Lightning right. and all that. Right. They're like, who's this new dude? What is right. this? That's not the Flash. So they said, no, that guy still exists. He's just over here on Earth too. Let him meet up. Mm. That was a brand new concept in comics. No one yeah. had ever tried that crap before, and it worked. And then, what, 20 years later, someone's like, you know, we got a real editorial problem on our hands. We got 86 different Batmans, 93 different <laughs> Robins. Like, is this guy dead or not dead? Just a huntress like, and a bad girl. Is this somebody's daughter no, or she's an enemy over right. here? Let's it's, fix it's, this it's, shit, yeah. right? And they broke it down. They all exist in the same world. This is the timeline. And... It's fascinating because if, if somewhere I don't know would be interested except comic book heads, but the backstage of it is almost as interesting as the uh, the the fact Part of the, it. Yeah. Because there are a small contingent of writers, some of whom are still working today, and some of whom I know, um, <clears throat> and I did not know them then. They were just big lights to me at the time. But <laughs> since then, I've come to meet them who didn't like that. They were like, "Leave it wild, let it wild west. Mm-hmm. Who cares?" Right, like, right, right. So they resisted the the editorial fix. Mm-hmm. So then they would actually made it worse they created this thing called hypertime where all the stories that we erased they didn't get erased <laughs> y'all don't even know what y'all talking about we got this new technology you can access all that other stuff that didn't get erased at all it's all all those deaths all, that didn't happen none of that happened and it was, but it was in these little books if you weren't reading those books you would know that but it caused problems because again once you're not on the book and down yeah. the line we did this huge company wide thing and then you're undercutting it so again five ten years later same damn problem yeah. just do what we told you to do mm. right so I say all that to say this. If you're going to look at these characters for movies, you can strip them back. What I think the genius of Feige was, he he stripped them down to 
their essences and said, what works in the movies? And mix those two things together, and that's why it works, right? A lot of good writers in there, a lot of good actors in there, a lot of good directors in there who were able to fit into that. Mm-hmm. It's not that they started to suck when they came into the Marvel Universe and they can go out and make their movies. James Gunn is making James Gunn movies, y'all. Right. James Gunn shows up, he's making a James Gunn movie wherever he happens to be. You may like it, you may not like it. Luckily for us, it fit what Marvel was trying to do. But I have a feeling, whether it fit or not, his version of Guardians of the Galaxy was going to look kind of like the one we got. Mm-hmm. Or he would have got fired. Right? right? Or walked off in a huff. Well, well I, I, I think the interesting about Guardians of the Galaxy is that, is that you know, that... that, that um, the woman who wrote that with him, I can't mm. remember her name. But I think that the Guardians don't necessarily interact with the rest of the It was off in its own pocket. Until mm. you get to the Infinity War thing. You yeah, know? the setup for Thanos, yeah, basically. Yes, yeah. I mean, um, because those guys could have appeared at the end of the first Avengers. Oh, sure. But, but they didn't, you know. Sure. You know, like, you know, like smartly so, you know. Right. Um, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what Feige does with, with the rest of his stuff. I, did know. they put Berlanti in charge of the movies yet? Because they should. Like, no. I'm no. watching the, um, I watch the Berlanti verse stuff. Not all of it. I don't love every show. I like them all, but I don't love them all. And then I watch the stuff on the, uh, on the DC, uh, their app, mm-hmm. where they have Titans and they have Doom, uh, Patrol. Doom Patrol. These are another like, third set mm-hmm. of completely other things. Different, but awesome. Yeah. Um, and then you look at the cartoon guys. They've got, I think, three distinct cartoon universes going at the same, same time. time. All good. You don't have to like them. Wait, rephrase. You don't have to love them. But you have to appreciate them because they're mm. all just as deep as the others, all right. interconnected. Let me, let me ask you a question. Speaking of appreciation, Lisa, so you were talking offline about fan fiction. Mm-hmm. About, is there... What is there an art to it? Like, if somebody was interested, like, how would they do? Because you guys talking about superheroes and stuff, anyway. No, for a lot of times, for fan fiction, for a lot of fans, a lot of times when they're watching films or movies, and it's just, it's just basically like, well, what if they went in this way? And if I would do it, it's just a fun outlet for them mm-hmm. to like either rectify some things and say, so and so should have died in Endgame. Mm-hmm. We're gonna bring Iron Man back, but mm-hmm. we're gonna make Captain America die, and then they write their right and they're fun to watch because it's like, like you said, it's like multiverses and multiverses between multiverses. Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff that I write, my Black Panther stuff, it's all about the arguments I've had over the year. People like. Killmonger deserved better. <laughs> if, if, if Bucky can run around and kill thousands of people, then why can't why can't why can't, why the, can't we redeem Killmonger? So my yeah. whole thing is redeeming Killmonger. Like I'm gonna give wow. him a purpose. Like I wrote about his parents. I wrote about how they met. I wrote <laughs> about how he came to be and how. Because I'm thinking like. He's so mean, but he's so cute. But if he just, if he just had... His shirt's always on. You know, we are freaking crazy with this shit. No, no. It's like, how do, I, how do I affirm those people who say Killmonger was right? Hmm. By writing fan fiction about that, I have come... From I found myself coming to that point of view like, he should have fucked everybody up. And at the time, <laughs> at the time... As I watched the movie and was having fun, I was like, well, you know, Nakia had the right way of doing things. And then we should have had like this balance. And, I, you know, he was just if he would have just did this. But after writing about his parents and writing about some things that happened in real life. Right. That in, uh, impact him. Mm-hmm. It's made me appreciate that viewpoint of, no, he should have loved everybody. Well, one of I'm the things about why. that. Is- and he's going to live. 
to tell to tell, <laughs> and I'm going to tell that story. And it's just fun. Right. You know, and there might be other ways where I'm interested in, in, in writing about the women's perspectives. Like a lot of times people were talking about how, well, you know, Koya and all of them, they should, there was like the lesbian love story. Well, you know what? There are people who are writing those mm-hmm. stories. And you it's can just go fun. read them. Go read them. Yeah. And they're just fun. And I didn't intentionally set out to write it because mm-hmm. I'm a big fan fiction reader. You know, all my Star Trek stuff I love to read, mm-hmm. all the other stuff, just random stuff, shows that I love that, let me see what other people are writing about it. And literally the only reason why I started writing in that particular BP universe was because mm-hmm. I kept asking like, where's his mama? Like, what kind of woman would have a child? Like, who would get with Njobu? Who would have a, <laughs> who would say, so you a prince, but we got to stay up here in Oakland. We can't go back to all the tech. Right. And don't I'm, you like, have like Star Trek stuff Star going Trek on? <laughs> Did I see like, a floating car in five minutes? <laughs> just trying to go to the grocery store and I got these Negroes out here yeah, hollering yeah. at me like well, hey they Miss Lady bitch blah 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 it's like, your brother could, teleported into my living room could, why are we living in Harlow why are we living in this broke down apartment yeah. <laughs> and yeah, my baby is outside yeah. with no no net in the hoop <laughs> and you guys got floating shit Negro yeah, what come on, man. You know, no no and so it was just like well let me why and you know basically is who why would he do that and how would he do that? That's fascinating. And how would he have an apartment where there's no pictures, where there's no mention of the mama? And basically me was just writing like, well, let me explain to you why that would be. And it's just fun. I wonder if that's a real And I only one. wrote it because nobody else was writing it. It's like nobody else is writing it. Do you think that that's because there's so many dudes are involved in this shit that they just gloss over things like that? I think... And, and, yeah. and I think they don't well, have, they don't have listen, the point of view of why would they never think they're not first mother of all, that's first an of all, omission that like they're not mother first of all shout out show her? shout out to Archive of Our Own of Our Own who won the Nebula Award okay. for basically they they archive a lot of the works and what they found is majority of the fan fiction writers in that are women mm-hmm. and a lot of times and and um, non-hetero a lot of queer mm-hmm. folks in there and basically it's just I hate to make it gender Mm-hmm. base but because we live in a society it is what it is I think a lot of times the men are more for the action all the ah 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 whereas the women we're more focused on the familiar the more the the softer side of things mm-hmm. more the relationships those type of things so a lot of the fan fiction that I see when they are huge fans of the movies a lot of times when you read the fan fiction based on it a lot like there's a real cute I can't remember the name of it but there's a series of like um, Iron Man stories with Spider-Man where basically he's like his adopted son and like well what would have yeah. happened if he would have met him that kind of stuff and so it was like oh so that made me write my little version I'm not telling you my writer name but you might be able to find me <laughs> but I wrote a version and I thought you know what Killmonger's just a smart went to MIT just like Iron Man mm-hmm. well why couldn't Eric Killmonger been an intern so I wrote a piece that's mm-hmm. basically Eric Killmonger, Eric Stevens, before he goes to MIT, mm-hmm. does a six-month internship with, at, Star, at Stark Industries oh, and basically is meeting around and basically he's still in a learning tech that he's going to use later. That. I don't hate any of that. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, I've pretty much given away. So if you look at that <laughs> thing, you're going to see my name on there, my, my writer say, name. Just but basically thing. it's the rela- It's just for, a way for people to fill in things that kind of places them in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that also good. to write things that... Guardians of the Galaxy, like, well, you know, let's write about Nebula. Like, how did Nebula? Those are great outlets. And what it does is it extends the universe and Mm -hmm. it just makes you love the movies even more. Because I'm telling you, people go back and every now and then in the fandom world, people throw up clips from Black Mm -hmm. Panther or clips from Endgame. And we get emotional about it. It's like, oh my God. And then we start showing gifs. 
but it makes you feel good because what it does is the craziness that's going on in the world right now, mm-hmm. yeah. those stories are kind of a reflection of that. And it's a way for people to make right or to make whole right. worlds where they don't feel the, it in the real the, world. The thing that I find fascinating <clears throat> is Jeff and I were talking. I went and saw Harriet the other night, right? I know mm-hmm. most of you guys haven't seen it. But the um, the two writers came on, the director, right? Um, why am I forgetting her name? Casey! Casey yeah, Casey. Came. I love so I'm supposed to interview them for the Writers Guild podcast. And um, she was talking, he was talking about he wanted to make a movie that he wanted to see. So he was trying to make an action adventure, like cowboy movie, kind of like where they're just like crazy, where she just shooting, killing motherfuckers, right? Casey came in and took the movie and softened it and added much more of like she's a woman. So she would be desiring these things, she'd be desiring this and desiring that. And so. I think it worked for the most part, but but there's a part of me that I kept wanting to see what I've always heard of of Harriet. I wanted to see her kill him up. Well, here's she the really thing. Doesn't What's in interesting is Shadow and Act had a really really good review. It's mm-hmm. a spoiler review, so if you look it up, um, it's history. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> Harriet kills. She lived. <laughs> yeah, and survived. But in terms of the changes that Casey and them made oh, okay. uh, for the story. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because originally Seath Mann, hi Seath, was supposed to do it, and his take was a little bit more visceral from the Variety article that I read um, that was talking about it. It was a little more visceral, and I thought to myself, How do they know that? Though? And the, it, and they said, you know, Casey brought more inspirational, and they want to kind of super. And the in the, the and I think the thing that Shadow on the Act, and I'm still going to see the movie hits on the head is the fact that they made her too much of a superhero where we missed those human beats because now you've kind of separated her from us where it's like, well, she's some the superhero. Can I jump in, though, and ask the question of... But we're like missing you, the visceral. We're kind of like... Like you, I don't hardcore. like the gendered conversation. About right. This. From my point of view, you're either a good writer or a bad writer. Right. Um, James Bond is a mechanism. Mm-hmm. Okay? He shows up, he <laughs> kills who he's told right. to kill and does the objective, and that's the fun he of it. Sleeps James with Bond. the beautiful women. <laughs> Until the Daniel Craig era, right. where we started to get some, like, no, here's why he's this way. Right. right. All right. You didn't necessarily need men or women to do that. You need an audience that said, look, we need more from this franchise. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I feel like you couldn't have, how do I say this right? Okay. Um, I want to know why Superman is the way he is. I right. want to see him making decisions. I want to see him fret over why did I ha- why did I save these people in Hurricane Katrina, but I didn't have time to get over to Nairobi to stop that the earthquake right. and save those victims. <laughs> right. And how does that land on him? And what does he do the next time? And all of that stuff. I think you can fit all that in, and it actually gives more more meaning to the but action men, bits. Men won't write those type of well, stories. See, I think, we'll, we'll, I think we'll, we'll what it is we'll, is the... And fan fiction tries to fill in those I, gaps. I, and I feel that that need is something that people are... I don't know that it's men. I think it's a kind of man that runs a studio. Yes. That's what I think. It's yes. not... Because I'm here to tell you from my own personal experience of reading stuff, stuff comes in one way, mm-hmm. has and all those elements, and, and by the time out, it goes out, that's those true. things have been filtered away, and you've... It's been strange. People drinking themselves into a stupor, like, well, count the money, Mike. It's like, but that's not the script that I wrote, man. Just give us that extra richness. This, that extra, uh, it what, doesn't take more. Yeah, There's no it more doesn't. screen time. It's, it's just not. what are they saying in the scene? And Gregory yes. wrote this script 20 something years ago. Yeah. See, this, the thing about it is is that you want, I mean, I think the thing that really helps Harriet is that, is that the, the, the lead producer is mm-hmm. a woman. 
Dipper Martin Chase is on it, right? Because you're absolutely right because you have this thing, and I notice this a lot when you talk with certain male executives who they are saying to themselves, where is all the um, the flash? Where's the explosion in with the flash? And you kind of say to yourself, that's what they're feeding. And that's why those movies, like, they, they more and more become so bad and, and unwatchable because they don't have those moments. Yeah. And if they do have those moments, they are, they feel like they're shoehorned in. Let's talk about G.I. Joe. Okay. I didn't watch. I, you don't I, need to. I, 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 I can't. I took, the, I took the bullet for you. I can't. I took the bullet for you. I watched the first you one. You took that hit. No, good. The first hit. one. Not Rise of Cobra, where they sort of tried to fix a lot of the problems. Right, right. Let's all discuss the G.I. Joe first movie. That was an action movie. It was never meant to be anything other than a popcorn, go right, home, right. we love this kind of movie. The Mummy was right, also that kind right, of movie. Yeah, right. And yet it was yeah. perfect. Yeah, Stephen Summers. Yeah. Okay, here's the problem, though. In the G.I. Joe movie, they had, like, if you were to look at a script just in terms of its plot structure, they had all of the beats on the wall, right, right where this character meets so-and-so, they have a little bit of a friction, but they actually turn out to like each other, maybe by the end they're a couple, right. and it's all very adorable and predictable. Right. But the problem was they glossed it over in the scenes. Mm -hmm. They basically said, well, we can shorthand our way through this. Let's get to that thing where they're chasing through things in the power suits. And I'm like, the power suits don't matter. Okay. Yeah, we want to see that. We love to see the giant robot beat up the other giant robot right. and all that. But there's a person in that suit. Right. If I don't care about the person in the suit, ding, 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 then ding. it's just the robot it's beating up robot another robot. Yes. See, this goes back to my... This is the complaint I've been having since Tony Scott died. Tony Scott made the best action films because he really fucking made you care about Man everybody. on Fire? Man on Fire, Man is, on the fire? Best action, is the best one. Because you care about fucking Denzel. Yeah, and every and way. And by the way, he's like a he's like the Punisher in that yeah, movie. Yeah, he is. But that movie would have been the best Punisher origin story if they fucking did it. If they if they played it. I'm just saying. But all the way through, he's taking. It's almost like Die Hard, where Bruce Willis takes all this physical damage. Yes. And unlike other movies prior, sustains it all the way through the movie. Yeah. Denzel takes emotional damage, damage all the way, all the way through. through the movie. And carries it like it mm. like it's almost like he's limping emotionally yeah. by the end of the right. movie. Right. That didn't take more scenes. Nope. It just took the just kind of writing scenes, of right. the scenes. Right. Yeah. right. So don't tell the writers not to do it. Don't gloss over it. Take as much time on those moments because I'm telling you, when Natasha Romanoff dies, I want to be crying about it. I just I don't want to tick a box. Listen, an end game. Right? Don't get me started on when, that. When when Little Spider Man. <laughs> oh my god. I don't want to go. I, this is me in the audience. Y'all took the baby. I know. <laughs> no. Y'all no. let the baby die. Yeah. I'll tell you what. In, in, in Endgame, when Sam's voice says, You cap, bastards. To cap your left, on your left. On your left. Listen. I was on my chair, Listen. both cheering and crying. Like, Listen. yeah, motherfuckers. Listen. The Negroes are coming. Okay. And who were the <laughs> first <laughs> people who came out of those vortexes? Black, yeah. Black, Black people, people from Africa, Africa and the USA. Yes. Yes. And I was like, that's exactly fucking right. Okay. You know who had that back. Because you know right. I was salty. <laughs> you know I was salty when we was at the Writers Guild. And I sat in the back. I said, y'all, <laughs> let the, the one, baby. the baby, and then mm. you got the damn nerve. <laughs> y'all lucky I was sitting in the back and Linnell was with me. I would have just right. flown up and punched him in his throat. <laughs> y'all killed 
Black Panther. Yeah, we that just, was raw. We just got him. Just got him. We just got He was only five. Like, literally, the movie that we were watching, Black Panther just happened five minutes ago. <laughs> in the thing. Right. And then we get in this movie, and you kill. Man, I, and then I was like, you killed the baby. <laughs> I was ready to fight. But when like, Endgame happened. If he could happened, do this. Yes. Then he could do this then and bring it, it back. Then he could do it again and bring it back. Like, so y'all better be snapping okay, some fingers logic or something. Logic cops, don't even start <laughs> with this. You better be snapping some fingers. Because I was so mad when Natasha didn't come back, but we still have freaking uh, 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 Gamora. Oh, Gamora. I was like, well, wait. Gamora went through this whole thing that well, Natasha thing. went through, but Bruce couldn't bring Natasha back? Right. Uh-uh. That was a lie. Natasha's ass came back. She doesn't want anybody to know about. She didn't want anybody to know. Out there in the world, she was doing her yeah. Black Widow look, look, shit, look, I'm, I'm doing mean, her thing. Smartly, hopefully, rightfully, that's what her movie will be about. No, I think it's a prequel. Really? I think I've heard, I've read that. It's, it's going to be a prequel. So, yeah. the, so the second Black Widow movie should be about after she's. Dude, they can't afford Scarlett. She's the highest paid actor on the planet. They're going to have to get thirty million. They got to <laughs> they gotta get somebody. Pay her her money. Well, we'll if right. you fucking paid well. Robert Downey Jr. the hundreds of millions of dollars he was paid, you could pay her her money. But, I but do I, not disagree with any of those words. I agree with you. Yeah. But, you you but, saw me on Twitter. I was where's my Black Widow movie before any yeah, of y'all yeah. was even talking about that shit. When she showed up in I Iron Man Two, like, where's my, my Black, Black Widow, Widow movie? <laughs> I was first yeah, I, in the I, pool. I, I, was, I kept saying that. It's like so we never gonna get. Uh, we not gonna get that. By then they bring this one. I was like, by then I was like, I'm tired. I don't care no more. And, 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 I don't want to. Trying to be everybody else's ethnicity. I was so. like, and then she was trying to be trees and bushes. <laughs> she was trying to be everybody. It's like Scarlet. So, 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 my God. You know, you get in that area where you can take any part you want, and right. people are like, No, you're not a black woman from you know 1952, Scarlet. Mm. You're not a you're not a you're not a Japanese cyborg. You're not Japanese. But you're not Japanese. No, but but she, apparently she can be. You know, but the, this is the thing about that, right? The thing about this Think about uh, um, Ghost in the Shell and her. That movie was such an abomination with its story <laughs> that it didn't even matter. That, <laughs> that it didn't even matter. That they didn't need to play her. Yeah, she was, was Asian. They didn't, no, it didn't I mean, matter. I mean, but look, there's, there's no point to have made her Asian. It, it, exactly. Why did they make a live action Ghost in the Shell? Why did you make a live action Ghost in the Shell? Why Ghost not? in the Shell is already great. It's it's a perfect movie just like Casablanca. Just do a so and so presents and just show it in the just theater. Just remaster it and put that no, shit out. But, 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 but there he, you here's go. The thing: if you were gonna do it, <sighs> if you were gonna do it, don't remake it beat for beat, or or try to do it beat for beat. They don't understand. Like you know, I, this is like when I watch. See, so, but see, this is it's, this thing's interesting. Okay, because like, I haven't seen Watchmen, the but, show, the show. But I was reading an interesting article in Rolling Stone about what um. What's his name? Uh, Damon Lindelof. And he's saying, look, uh, you know, he said that they came at him two or three times to, to, to adapt it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why do this is, is if I'm just going to do what Zack Snyder did, but just expand it out because you've we've already seen that. Right. And there's nothing I can do to make that, you know, to make like Rorschach more interesting or blah, blah, blah. Well, like, I, I disagree like, with that. But well, no, no. I mean, but if I'm gonna, just going to do... Like the yeah, comic it's more again. Like it's, it's more like it's extra material. It's like movie extras for an existing yeah, movie. Yeah, it's, special yeah, features. Yeah. So, 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 so yeah. he was like, "That's not what I want to do," you know. And and his approach to this was, "Well, if I do fifty years later, I got a different." Then there's aftermath of that movie or aftermath of that story. Right. But I get to play differently, and I feel like it, that's if they did that with Ghost in the Shell, because the thing about Ghost in the Shell is there is the movie, but there's two movies, and there's all those mangas, and it's like, right. hey, there's a lot to choose. There's from. a lot to choose from, and you know, and because think about it, the Marvel movies, 
do not tell a story right from the comic book. Oh, not even close. They you just know, sometimes they just take the title and, and go title yeah. and do you something know, else. And, yeah. and, and that's why they were, because if I have to see the Spider-Man movie like play out with the Spider-Man story the way we know it, or I mean, that's the problem with with almost. But I mean, even in Iron Man, how he gets the suit. You know, like well, they, like, like uh, making they the suits. Updated the, they they the updated conflict, it, but, but but that and the whole thing. These fighting Iron Monger, like Iron Monger doesn't come up yeah, until like twenty years 20 later. Years yeah. later, but yeah, but 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 that's smart to way to make the movie work. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to say let's tell those first four issues from Iron Man comics as a movie. That's not what you want to do. But that's what they I chose to you. do with with Ghost of the Shell. Now, who makes and that, that was decision? Stupid. Now, but who makes that decision? Is that what the writer brought in, or is that what the studio imposed upon whoever could take that job? That was probably an open assignment, right? right? Yeah. A bunch of high-level writers said, I want that slot. Yeah. I'm going for it. What y'all want to do? And they're like, we want to do this. Okay. Are you sure? Yes, we're sure. Let me just All take, right. let me let me just take this check. check. Right. <laughs> let me just I get feel this like check. There's, I mean, I'm sure there's a, a, a bean counter reason for why they keep doing this. But why are you making a live-action Akira? Why are you making a live action Akira? Yeah, just show the the original and remaster, remaster it, it and bring it to other to people. And right, it's like they feel like there's money to be made, and I always feel like I know this is going to sound weird from someone who makes his living doing this, right? And takes a certain amount of money to show up to play. Now, um, I'm doing this to make money is never a good reason to make a movie. No. Right, it might be a reason to accept to make a movie. Wow, we're about, this fool came in with some craziness, but we're about to make some no. money off this. Mm-hmm. Pa- Pamela and I talk about this all the like casting all yeah. the time. You can't. You, you do can't. it for a couple of reasons. But see, so you're, you're right on the money. But, but so here's you're right the on thing. The money. He just said one of the reasons why you shouldn't do a movie is weakness to make money. Just, but to they, make money. but they do that all the time, mm-hmm. and that proves my point about why people, why people decide to go make a bad movie in the first place. Because you know, because people always say, hey, you know, people don't set out to make a bad movie. I go, they do. They do in a lot of reasons, and fuck, one of those reasons is if we're just gonna make, if this is just a money grab, off the rip, you've decided to make a bad movie because okay. you're not caring I about see where what you're doing. Well, look at a show in, like, in that context, it does make sense. Right. Look at a show like Z Nation, right? Yes, and I think Linnell wrote she mm-hmm. season minutes. season one or two. Uh, right? All apologies, Linnell. Um, this is strictly me as a. Um, a, 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 mm-hmm. a person watching this kind of material, a geek who watches this kind of stuff. Z Nation was the worst of the Z Nation oh, of the dude. zombie-related <laughs> so things. Okay, <laughs> sorry, folks. I'm sure you put your guts into it, but you did not come to play on that. Mm-hmm. Now I say that up front because exactly the same people made Black Summer. I was about to, now that shit was amazing, okay. wasn't Black it? Black Summer was like a freaking revelation. Amazing. And I was like, why did you not? At the end of it, I was genuinely surprised to see who was responsible. And what was the weakest it. spot? The zombies. <laughs> right. But we didn't need to be because it wasn't about that. It wasn't was about it? that. But my yes. point is, but it was in the writing. Yes. So good. Now, when you work with people in TV, you know for a fact that a good portion of what you see on the screen at the <coughs> end is not necessarily what the writer Correct. wrote at the beginning. Filters through the showrunner, filters through the network, all of that stuff. There's a lot of editorial hands mm-hmm. on it. So we can't really, quote unquote, blame or praise the writers of a show you like right. or hate for or sure. hate on because it really boils down to the showrunner. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, folks. It's the truth. Even if they let us run, it's still them deciding to mm-hmm. let us do yeah. that. So... I'm looking at the production company that made Z Nation. I'm looking at the production company that made Black Summer. Identical people in all the key slots. Why was Z Nation like that when y'all could have done this? And I feel like it's money because grab. Z Nation well, was two, a money grab. It was a well, money grab. Also, it also out, the, up, the other reason, in my opinion, is one is Sci-Fi Channel. The other one's Netflix. You had more money. 
They didn't spend much. You could look at Z Nation. They did not have a bigger budget. But no, it was how I, they I spent said, the money. No, no, no. I I've think they have more his, money on the Netflix show. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying even if they had a bigger budget, mm-hmm. what you saw them both, okay. what they tried to do with the one budget and what they tried to do with the other Understood. budget. Understood. Okay. I don't think that was a matter of money. That right. was a matter of approach. Okay. You know, but, but also, there's good shows on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. yeah, I like stuff on Sci-Fi yeah. Channel. I mean, I mean, it's ending now, but but I but, but Killjoys was one of my favorite Killjoys. shows. Killjoys, my favorite show. I was so know? close to changing my citizenship <laughs> <laughs> just so I could write on Killjoys. Canada, why won't you let Americans write on let your shows? Right, we let y'all show. write on our shows. We let you in all the time. Let because us in. You know, it's, it's the trick on it. It's like you know, because Canada lets us shoot there. <laughs> And Dude, all this money. Jeff should have been writing episodes of Killjoys. So, the universe knows Jeff should have been up there writing that show. So, so we can fucking shoot Fuckers. shit up there. But that's because think about it. If Canada didn't exist with this with this tri- with this thing, yeah. I don't think there'd be as many shows in a year. That is no joke. That is no joke. Vancouver mm. would not. Be, if there was no Vancouver, there's a lot of shows would not, would not be exist. Oh, yeah. That is a fact. Not exist. Thank you for that, Canada. Our but still, fuck you for not letting me write Killjoys. Yeah, our show was in Vancouver. So. See. You know, I was talking with. Talking uh, were you, with, were you talk, mumbling over there? I was talking with, uh, with, with, with Nick Antosca the other day. Mm-hmm. He's up there doing a new show. He was, he's probably exaggerating. Mm-hmm. But he said there's like 70 shows shooting up there. I don't, I don't, just, I don't just, just, a little bit, just a little I bit. Just a little bit exaggerating. I was like, wait, this was shot in Vancouver? Almost everybody I, I talked to was, was saying, shot oh, out. We're going to Vancouver. We're going to uh, Atlanta, Vancouver. But Vancouver's not shot out yet. That's what killed me. I was like, having like 9,000 shows well, just, shot up there. See, this was funny. You know what's funny? There's a, there was a guy who, you know, this guy named Tony Zhu. He used to do this thing called um, Every Frame of Painting, right? Okay. And he did this one little thing called um, Vancouver Plays Itself. Right, and it's this, and it's this little it's eight minute thing where he kind of breaks down where all the shit that gets shot out in Vancouver, how it's constantly used. Like here he's using this, here he's using this, here he's using this. But, but he's, this is what Vancouver really, really looks, looks like. like. But and he sits in the front. He says, "Do you know what's funny? Is that Vancouver's never played Vancouver." Right in a, in, a, in a movie, right. it, like movies aren't set in Van- shows aren't set in Vancouver. That's funny. It's funny, but and there was this one interesting clip where this where this this woman was at like she was hanging out with someone. And she was like, "Oh yeah, what do you do?" She was like, "Well, you know, I'm a set designer. I gotta make you know like Vancouver not look like Vancouver." And why are we shooting in Vancouver? It's, yeah, yeah, it's just like it's crazy. Because, I need to make it look like but, Chicago um, right now. Welcome yeah. to California, though, which pisses me off to this day. The entire reason Hollywood exists is because we had within driving distance every locate every locale. Except jungle, yeah, right, mountains and beaches, all these things lakes. that now have houses on them. We're studio backlots where right. we're shooting deserts and mm-hmm. you know tropical things right, and whatever. Right. I can't even shoot down. It's cheaper for me to, to shoot my urban show in Atlanta or Vancouver okay. than to drive twenty minutes exactly. to downtown Los Angeles. That's, crazy. That's ludicrous, California. You need to fix that shit. No, but they figure they got a money grab. So why would it's they change? Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's you know, it sucks because they won't make that production. I mean, look, the the production <laughs> incentive in California, I mean, in Vancouver, or just just in fucking Atlanta, should be you know, should be in Los Angeles. We should own it. We started it. We should own it. You know, which is another thing, by the way. I I've heard this, and I wonder if you've heard this too, Jeff. A lot of showrunners I've heard have had some pushback from different studios about shooting in Canada, especially when they have a show that's got a lot of black people, especially going to be in the background. There's not a lot of them. Right. They don't have a, <laughs> you know a what population. Mean? They don't have a... But see, now, mm. that's an interesting conversation Hence point. That's why you should hire me. No, no, so this, there they go oh, right okay. there. So, 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 in every, in every show. Wait, wait, in every wait, show. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> you know, it's a great short, Here's a short film about, about the woman who's hired to go up and find a black folks for the extras. But see, I'm going to tell you something about... This is something that I noticed about... your cousin 
I'm bringing it over here in the shows corner. Shows that are <laughs> shot in Canada with black people, and they're supposed to be, you know, set in the United Wherever. States, yeah. not in Canada. <clears throat> this is this maybe this is just me. But those black people, I look at them and, and I go, "Oh, you're from Canada?" Yes, of course. Yeah, There's I know you're not from this. Right. Like, you're not, not from the U.S. It's like when you see black Brits, like oh, black no. Brits. Yes. Well, no, it's clear. You're not from black the US. Americans. One, most of us are mixed in with white people mm-hmm. at some point, right? Or Native Americans, or both at some point, right? In certain regions, also with Latin people, mm-hmm. but in Europe. More direct connection and less dilution right. from Africa. Mm-hmm. So you could have been in England for a long time, but you're only marrying other Africans essentially. Mm-hmm. So the ultimate extension of that is a different look. It just you just look different. Yeah, I'm not necessarily that's true. I'm not necessarily saying that, but I'm saying like and the lineups look different too. Like look the, the lineups, the wow. yeah, yeah, the lineups. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. The lineups, the hair. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Canada. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm how sorry, UK talk, and Canada. How, you know how they talk, how they hold <laughs> their jaw. Better. I think they're getting better. Because, but now here's something. There's, there's a behavior. There's a behavior. Look at that thing fame, too. bro. Now, now, now this is something that this is something that my brother was telling me one time. He's like, you know, no what? S girl in there, nothing. Right? Listen, <laughs> this, this when you watch the first Harry Potter and there you see old boys, are, like, stop it. Do not compromise, Miss Rowley. Listen, listen, check this out. We know you, British. Black people in America have predators. Oh yeah, the police yeah. and the right. societies. You know predator, Right, but if you're black and you're in Canada, there's not the same type of predators. Of course not. So because your behavior you make up twelve percent of the American population. Yeah, your I think so they different. make up three percent. Yeah. So they're anybody but worried about y'all. Yeah. Even if y'all all rioted tomorrow, so what? So this is just not the same level of stress. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. We don't like the poutine. What is that? The, um, the, the French fries with the gravy on it or something? Remember that hey, show? Again, poutine? don't knock poutine? my French fries with gravy on them. <laughs> no, I think it's delicious. That is shit, y'all. It is delicious. We need to steal that. That's I'm some trying good to think, shit. Well, what, they what was be? the show with the girl, with the, with, with the multi-girl? Uh, uh, black, oh, oh uh, Orphan uh, Black? Orphan Black. Orphan yeah. Black. Okay, so there's the black guy in there who plays the cop, mm-hmm. you know? You know he's some like Saskatchewan or some shit like that. He's a great actor. He's, <laughs> he's a great a actor, but he's but he's not like from Chicago. You can tell he's not from Chicago. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can tell that, that you know you can tell that, that he can beat on his ass or get chased by the cops or have. Some, I just want to let the audience know that I have diabetes and these fools are up in here eating these freaking frosted donuts in front of me. I'm not. Like it's not. I'm there's not. literally a bowl of candy right in front of me. They don't love me. They don't love me. Fine, we'll move it. No, I'm just. <laughs> I go. You sit in the writing room every day. I know Guinness weather well, way more. Oh, it's horrifying! It's freaking horrifying. <laughs> the demon of sugar. <laughs> You've been doing it for months. You can sustain yeah, this fine. little. I'm two hours I'm just teasing you. So, just a quick question for you guys. Since we've been talking Marvel, DC, superhero movies, and fan fiction, now that Endgame is done, is done, mm-hmm. and they've been introducing these new phases. Do you think? It will have the same impact, or do you think this is kind of like an era that has kind of come and gone, and we won't have this long ten-year run again like that? Chris just did this thing because they just announced the second Spider-Verse deadline. Right, it's going to drop mm-hmm. in twenty twenty-two, and you know he said, "How are they going to top it?" And I was like, "Please don't try." Mm-hmm. Right. The reason it was so amazing is you didn't try to top it; you just try to do your thing, and people, luckily for all of us, mm-hmm. got out of your damn way and let you all <coughs> do your thing. So just let everybody stay out of the way. Don't worry about topping anything. Right. Just do your thing. I think you're right. I think the same thing that happened to Age of Ultron mm-hmm. is what will happen to this next phase of Marvel movies. 
people are going to be more critical. Right. They're going to expect that same high that they got off of the first time around. But you got to remember, it's never been done before, guys. The first, the last time you saw this stuff was the first time anyone saw this stuff. Mm. Theater movies didn't exist. Right. There was no such thing as that. There was no, there was no audience base that a studio head could go look. These fools about to show up to anything we put out with a Marvel <laughs> M on it. Right. Okay, we can put out slapstick and, the motion picture. Yeah. Right, they're dressing <laughs> up. They're, they're going to church right. over this shit. Okay, so we can make endgame in this giant six hour three three hour movie two segments right. <laughs> like we can get away with that because but with if they try it again and they probably will try the model again they can't possibly get the same return culturally it just won't because i've already I seen it i see that with the harry potter thing because mm-hmm. it's like when the harry potter thing and it, it was done and of course they were bringing out what was the other one about the uh, it was a spinoff on it yeah but it was the one oh, what was it called oh the um the Gilded, uh, the yeah, the uh, the, the, the crimes it. of Gil- oh, Gilbert, oh, Fantastic Beasts, the Fantastic Beasts, Beast. and the blah 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 right. something, you know, whatever. It doesn't have the same draw because yeah. I think it's kind of like, and I don't know, if this is something that Marvel will have to look at because it's like people are still feeling like the letdown of Endgame because it's like when you've read a really good book series mm-hmm. and it's done, there's like that high and then there's like that crashing low. And like Game, Game of Thrones, yeah, it's like that. I just feel like, and they're talking even with Game of Thrones, they're talking about the whole dragon, the pre. I just, I almost feel like, I, I want to tell people, you know, like you said, be your own thing and not try to be, you know, you may be an offshoot of it, but just try to be your own thing because it's just so that. hard. How do you do that in a well, culture when, it's not, when, when, when businessmen own you? Well, so, I, you know, I honestly don't know the answer to that. You, you, I feel like you, the, you honestly can't. And I don't feel, see, this is the thing about what, this is the thing about the Marvel movies. And the Marvel movies, to me, I, you know, there's been all this talking recently about how, like, Guys like Scorsese and Coppola saying these movies are terrible and blah blah blah, and it's like lighten up, Francis. And, and and it's like here's the thing, I like the movies. I don't love them all to the point the way people are saying, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Right. And I feel that because after the first Avengers when they all teamed up, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, you're not really gonna top this for me. You can't top it. Why are you trying to top it? Like, like that's like that was the moment for me. Mm-hmm. And as much as I liked Endgame, I recently went back and watched the first Avengers again. I just it's still amazing. Because well, I mean, I was watching it for something else about some technical shit about that film, and I was like, oh, this is such a this is a good movie for what it, for 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 all the things they were trying to do. And, and and I remember when in this in Endgame when they went back and they kind of like mimicked or they were they were doing the background of that the final moment of that, and I was like. They're not going to reach this. It's the same reason why in the comics when they did, like, the first Secret Wars, like, that was cool. It was amazing. You know, but then every other kind of multi-part thing that they want to, like, try to do, it's the money grab. It's never the same. It's not it's an not event if you do it every five minutes. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's because just, that, that's just there's, normal. There's, there's that does not, not tell you, that doesn't explain what the definition of an event is. Like right. you said, if it's, not, if it's every five minutes, then that's just it's normal. It's just normal. You know. Here's what I would suggest. No one's listening. No one cares what I think. <laughs> <laughs> tell it, tell it. Say it anyway. The model that they used was let's let's explode expectations, right? Hmm. We can try some shit that nobody's ever tried before. Let's see mm-hmm. if it works. Let's see how far we can go. If any of those movies had tanked so aggressively that like they we spent what, a couple hundred million dollars on some of these things, mm-hmm. if they had not made 
more than just more made their money much, back, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Then there's some some thought that the people at Disney would have been like, okay, it was a good run. Mm-hmm. We're not dropping another billion dollars on you, fools. Right. We're not not gambling. Right. <laughs> like you made some promises, right? Yeah. But. What they did was they exploded expectations, right? right. They, you can't do this. You can't do that. Right. No one's going to show up for this. It's all superhero shit, blah, 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 blah. Right. These, these sentiments that they're putting out, they're so like, who really believes in that kind of, all of that kind of stuff. So going forward, I guess the new trinity is not, what was it, Thor, Captain, uh, Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor? Yeah. Were there trinity before? Yeah. So now we have Black Panther, like, Doctor Strange, and uh, 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 Captain Marvel. I guess are there new, new three, big three? Uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, that's D- that's DC. DC. Yeah. Um, I well, just feel like Black Panther's going to be its own. thing. Here's the thing with Black Panther: people thing. keep forgetting he ain't an Avenger, y'all. Exactly. He never was in this universe exactly. an Avenger. He rolls with the Avengers, right? And he'll show up to help the Avengers, right? The allies, but right? He is not an actual Avenger. Right. He doesn't need to yeah, see right. nobody. Okay, so so it's even just because it's like if you go back and look at the Avengers books. Which is always fascinating is you know when they and and they, and they did this in the books all the time. It's like the like that co- like the core team that ran for like two or three years. Mm-hmm. They'd go and and they'd have some big event. They'd fight Immortus, mm-hmm. something like that. Add somebody, you know, and 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 then when and then when that is over, some of those those most of those guys quit. You know, right. I've had it. Yeah. People drive me nuts. And they, <laughs> you know, Avenger no more. And then they flounce out the room. Right. Like, and yes. then they have a membership drive. And they bring right. back these people. They bring right. back these. And, and no, it was. Said, but again, that was a membership the, drive. They literally oh, the membership did drive. membership <laughs> drives. Who's going to be an Avenger? And the cover would be pictures of all these heroes. A question mark in the middle. And Captain America showed up after the first. This was, by the way, I don't remember this as a first event. I'm not quite that old. Yeah. Okay, but I read it in order. So when it showed up, I didn't expect it. The original team, they did all their things. This is back in the Kirby Lee days. And then for some reason, Stan's like, I'm tired of writing these fools. Hmm. They all can go except Cap. Cap shows up with a bunch of X villain B team D list superheroes. <laughs> and said, yeah, that's the Avengers, y'all. And uh, I can imagine the fans going, Quicksilver? <laughs> but he's a bad guy from that other crappy book. Yeah, yeah. Hawkeye is Hawkeye crap. He's a villain. He's, right? a, he's, a, villain he's a villain. He's a bad green. Al- he's an Avenger? Yeah. But that shit stuck, didn't it? Because, yeah. because, I mean, because to me, I'm saying to myself, like, what was a really weird, like, Avengers team that but, but still kind of works? And I was kind of like, well, there was that one time they had the Black Knight was in there. Oh, the Gatherers during the Gatherers. I mean, there's, I mean, I mean, but they did it so many times. Like Cersei like, and Gather, uh, whatever. No, Crystal, no. the Black Knight, yeah, yeah, Cersei, Cersei and the Beast, like the and, beast, and the Beast of the Doctor Druid. And it's just like, yeah, it's, who it's, are these it's people? Like, what is this thing? Doc, but the Doctor Druid. That, I know. God it, bless him. Doctor Anthony it, Druid. This, this, this is why I jumped ship and went to like Weird Tales and Crypt Keepers. Like y'all, y'all doing the same stuff. Shuffling stories with those kind of like third rate type of characters mm-hmm. were interesting stories right and, and they made things work i do but see it's okay but look at guardians when comic book heads when they announced they were making a guardians of the galaxy movie there was a literal you could almost feel the ripple through the comic book fandom like why are they making a guardians <laughs> the guardians of the galaxy it doesn't even matter which version right are you all stupid why are you and it, what did it turn out yeah. to be awesome yeah right so yeah well yeah because there's no expectations but we had negative ones. We were like, these fools about to make a left turn. They and don't realize it. That negative or low expectations, they, you know, subverted what people thought it was going to be exactly. and made it something fun. And, you know, people so it looks like it. we've got scrolls, 
we've got with the Eternals, we've got the Celestials as a possible giant threat. Where's the Watcher? Uh, no, well, we got him back now. We got the Watcher back now. So we also have this weird two wild cards of the Fantastic Four and the X Men. How are they going to do that? Now, this is one of those things that's very interesting to see how they thread these needles because in a universe where you have the Hulk, now in our current current MCU, the Hulk's just this big green dude walking around taking pictures with families. Yeah. Like, <laughs> doing selfies, he's like yeah. Dr. Dr. Banner, he's the Professor Hulk. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Professor Hulk. Um, <laughs> if, you introduce, um, if you introduce the Fantastic Four, then you're going to then, by definition, have Ben Grimm going to ball games, there hanging out go. with his girl. People in, in New York, they love him. They're like, Ben, what's up, yo? Right, like right. That, except for the Yancey Street Gang, because they're idiots. Fuck them. Right. But um, then how are you going to introduce mutants as something that everybody's scared of? Why am I scared of this? Spider-Man's running around doing shit. Is he a mutant? He seems pretty cool to me. Right. Was Thor a mutant? Captain America? He's doing stuff. I don't... But see, you know, but, like, but, but see, to me, that's part of the reason why I stopped reading X-Men books at least 20 years ago. Because I kind of felt like you can't play those characters the way you played them when they originally came out. Well, they were rare when they originally when came, they came out. out you know? They were and, only like you know, I mean, a hundred of them on the like, planet. Like right. it's, 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 it's rare. And, and the way they interacted with... The like the rest of the heroes and the stuff that they did and the type of villains that they fought and it was all and and their villains when they saw stuff it was more you say anything about the the the, the X Men would fight their villains kind of like in a pocket where the, the, well the, Charles thing was know. right this idiot Magneto is about to start some shit. We need to stop him because it's going to be bad for the rest of us. Right. That was their whole thing. Every time Magneto pulls up, nope, sorry, can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like that. Every time I do anything, you all pop up. We'll stop doing shit because right. we would like to just go to school. Right. We're just good with going to school. Right. But, but the thing I'm saying is, is that like if you think about it, like FF, the Avengers, mm-hmm. everything like that, they were in the cities. Yes. And the stuff that X-Men did was never... It was all the, over the it place. Was, it was never these city-based things where, where they could be kind of still in the shadows mm-hmm. the whole time. Dude, Magneto know? took over a whole country. I know. Made everybody dress like they were in the fucking SS, with, except with an M instead of a swastika, and purple uniforms instead of green and black. Mm-hmm. He was running a country like, fuck all y'all. Mutants at the top. All these humans, mm-hmm. they think they're with us. We're going to kill them in five years. But, like, Magneto was not playing back then. Global. It was he was no. Doctor Doom. Yeah. He was a bad version yeah. of Doctor Doom, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With magnetic power. Did I, we ever? Did we ever do? Did we ever go around the room and say what power we want if we can have a power? We, we got time, <laughs> Lisa. Let's take a break. <laughs> go ahead. And we're back. Oh my Stop. God, he is an idiot. He is an idiot. We're fools for following him. Wow. And we did. So, uh, oh, my God. oh. So before the break, we were talking about. There was no break. These people are crazy. And I, I don't know why I did what they told me. I think, no, I, I think the power to just show up wherever I want to show up. Like if I snap my fingers, oh, I'm in Italy. You, you would what? My what? Be able to oh, like instant teleportation. Thank you. you instant teleportation wherever I want to go. Wherever I want to be. Wherever wherever wanna be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't necessarily have to fly. Mm-hmm. Just boom, I'm there. Oh, and so I just want to just be a boom, boom, boom. Yeah, just go wherever I want to go because like if shit just like you know what, I don't feel like eating here and dealing with you people. <laughs> I'm in Greece. I'm sorry, Garcon. You want me to pay what? No, even better. Uh, Lisa, remember that scene you got us in Tokyo? Could you pop down to Tokyo real quick and grab me some authentic sushi? Wow. Yeah. That would be, be your role. I'm in the business with Can I see that crown a little... Pl- 
Yeah, we're about to go. To, we're about to go to dinner at Lisa's place. Why is this? Let's Not only the power place. of teleportation, but uh, can you control? Bad, can you take other people with you too? I would not want to take other people but with can me. You, if you because want the point to. of having that power is to get away from you, mofo. Oh my so, god! And if I could take y'all with me, it would not She's make me the special. Most antisocial beauty ever. <laughs> okay, wow. let's say this: if wow. maybe one of you held an arm, like maybe kind of like. Um, if it's like Star Trek, oh. where if you hold on to the person, you, you can go to. I would not trust that until I saw Chris do it first. Yes, because you might just take my arm only. <laughs> and if you've seen Star, and if you've seen Star Trek, sometimes that stuff don't come out so yeah, right. right. They get mixed. You be looking mixed together. Looking like a hologram and shit. I don't want five people yeah. try it before I do it. Yeah, Chris, what's yours? My superpower. I don't even know what my superpower would be. Um, you didn't want to ask the question. I didn't ask this question. I did. Did you ask? Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> I didn't ask this question. Sorry. Um, you know what? I'm, I, you know, I, I tell you who I, one of my favorite characters, and I would say him is Forge. Brother. Forge is like what That's power? What power is that? He could just make anything he wanted. He, he like literally what? Like, he, like, like anything, anything he wants. If he sees something, you tell him. He can make anything he wants. Like his ability is, he can make anything that he wants mechanically, or just mm-hmm. anything he wants. He's like you know what? I need to be able to create. X. If a car didn't exist and you said, look, Forge, we need to be able to get between these two cities in this amount of time. He goes, okay. He'd go in his workshop and come out with a car. I want to like, you know, chase Lisa down to make her, you know, to to make her pay that bill that she skipped out on. (laughs) I'm going to make the machine. But she can teleport. But I can teleport. So you can chase me all you want. No, no. I'm going to make the machine to follow your energy signature so I can always find you with that bill and go, pay, pay, You know Lisa can do this thing. What are you talking about? She can, she can, Exactly. You yeah, can, she can disappear and appear anywhere she wants. All right, but let me observe her. But okay. this energy signature. Now I've got a machine, okay, got a machine that will chase her ass all over. So yeah, every I wouldn't time... be hanging around for it. So there'd be no way you can get my. You. I this mean, is like, Forrest. who's this black person who's always skipping out on meals? Right. I want to know. Right. I'm not just skipping out on meals. I'm visiting museums. Oh, my God. Oh, so it's an art me. form it's with art you. I am I'm surfing in nice places. She's showing up at the museum at night. She's, she's called the ditcher. No she's the ditcher. I'm the ditcher. <laughs> she's the ditcher. Oh, my God. Right. What about you, Jeff? I've been thinking about this because, <laughs> like, what you want to have, people think what they want to have is some sort of flashy thing like mm-hmm. that. I'm going to go with Wolverine's healing factor. Hmm. Why? Because that motherfucker is immortal. Hmm. He hit about he 25 years old. And if you cut all the pieces off of him, hmm. they grow the fuck back. Hmm. So he and he literally does horrible stuff. He smokes, he drinks, he does all right. this horrible stuff. So he actually looks worse than he should because his body is <laughs> constantly trying to combat That's that hilarious. crap. I would take care of myself, Wolverine. Mm. Logan, I would take care of myself. Yeah. So I would be looking pretty smooth in about 300 years. Mm-hmm. And if I ever wanted to actually check out, like all my friends died and I felt bad about it, just cut my head off. And so that's where it controls? I don't know. See, they haven't thought this through. You're like the Highlander. Well, here's yeah. what it is. See, if they thought it through with Wolverine, no one, I'm about to do something. This is this is some fanfic shit right here. <laughs> Bring it. If I wanted to clone Wolverine, mm-hmm. Wolverine... Getting a big fight with the X Men, it looked like we won, but Wolverine lost an arm, mm. right? And he's gonna, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna grow it back. Cool. And they go off all happy. Ha! Objective, objective secure. We got a whole arm. Now that shit's gonna regenerate into a brand new Logan, and we're gonna cut that arm off too. Well, and so on and so on and so and on. And you're gonna keep cutting up arms. Is right. he like a, a a a? Was it, is it like a is a chameleon like that? Mm-hmm. Or is it, it, well, we don't know because it's magic. <laughs> it's Salamander ridiculous. But someone did a thing in the old days, which I wanted to find whoever wrote that. I don't know who wrote it. I hope it's not a friend of mine. Where he got burnt <clears throat> down to just like one cell, 
and mm. the cell regenerated back up to Wolverine. I'm like, come on now, that's no, stupid. No, 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 no. Because stupid. see, my thing is, he got killed in Days of Future Past when it when and it, it was when, done. When, when, bones, when all yeah. the flesh was burned and off. See, immortality is always when I always wanted to have, but it's kind of like after I saw like Anne Rice's the stat and all that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like after a while, it's like plus it's like you what, get lonely couple, being a couple couple billion years. You know, the sun's going to go out, and mm. then you know. Well, that's why you check out immortal, on your own terms. I figure at some point you you decide happens. you want to, and it's you like, can. Oh, it's time for me to go. All right, right. Mm. But can you I like to go when I want to go? But can't you just check out and just kind of like put your hand, go to sleep. Nice and curled up. No, you got to chop your head off, Jack. Oh, man. It's got to have some cost to it. It's got to have some cost to it. Oh, man. What about you? It's interesting because that's true. I didn't think about that mine affects what you're saying. Uh So I'm like, here we go. But I'll tell you what it was. Okay. I always wanted to, I guess it's kind of like Professor X in a way. Oh, mind reading? No, I want to be able to control. (gasps) You're a super villain. Yeah, that's, I want to be able to control. God, I want people God. to do what that's I want clearly, them to do. Like Queen, clearly, clearly, Hillier's the White the Queen Legion of Doom. Oh my, yeah, yeah. and you two, you're definitely the Legion of Doom. But I can pop, but I can pop in and out of places, you know, and give him what he needs. People would sign over there and billions to me, you know. Yes, I'm just trying to live a good life. Look at these two. I'm not asking for much. I'm trying to help people. I'm not asking for much. The people like he's not I, I want control. I'm not. I he's not asking exactly. for much. Exactly. He's not, he can take with me. See, I already have the beginnings of an entire comic book series just from this conversation Station right here. Right. right we here. all got powers instead of the Fantastic Hilliard Four. Hilliard would be like, "Give Lisa the keys to that big old bank vault. We I take break, it, zip, right, and it's all good." Something <laughs> exactly. happens. We all get powers. They're insured. Like, wow. They're insured. We're all like, "We're gonna be good with this, right?" And we put our hands in, and they all we all break. And me and Chris go out. We do normal shit. I'm going to the gym, <laughs> right? Whatever. Chris is making things that will help people in, you know, the desert or whatever. Water to the desert. And I look up one I'm day. I'm in the Paris you know, Museum Chris, wearing, wearing the ancient clothes. Is this what the fuck is running the country? <laughs> Hillier takeover Scientology. I, 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 President, a President, prime minister, King, King Hillier, yes, of the Southern United States. What the hell? <laughs> Right? And is that Lisa standing next to him? What is exactly. this? Wait, she's gone. She's gone. <laughs> what the hell? Chris. Is that you, Sam? Chris. Nope. Chris, I got you, Jeff. I'm going to make the I'm machine. Watching. I'm going right. to make the machine that is going to predict where Lisa's where she's going to show be. up. So first thing we got to do But is, I have Hillier to mind control you to undo. Well, I'm going to make the machine. Uh, I'm going to make the machine You got to have some sort of rain. It can't be the whole planet. That's ridiculous. Oh, my right? God. But no, Jeff, go kill these motherfuckers. Chris, I can't get close to Hillier. You know, if I get within a hundred uh, a mile of him, here's he the little yeah. here's the helmet. Here, where this helmet? Here's the helmet to, to change. The and then we see you coming. Here comes that magneto helmet. Ditching ass. She's actually with him. She's a wild card because she just show up. Yep. Here's another thing. If she right. comes in, with you, you'll be ready for that. You'll Let's know. Kill her first. Now, <laughs> see, right. now you'll know when her sign- or when her energy signature is coming. You'll get that Chris, little. Why do they do this to us? It'll oh be like this. I was just going to my dojo, eating my just living whatever, doing nothing, right? Just chilling, hanging out. Discos, you know, just, just living. We just had a ridiculous episode, Joe. We are silly. Why do you have to take over the we whole southern so part of the United States? I have no idea. What's wrong with him? I wouldn't take over that part of the why country. Would you take that t- just... Why would you take that part of the country? Like, like, if you're going to take over something, take over New York and start there. Yeah. 
You know, but this is not attracting too much attention. It's cold in New York most of the time. I'm trying to, you but know, kicking in there. down in Fiji. It's going to be warm. <laughs> you know what I mean? In Bali. See, you're not even yeah. thinking big enough. You can control all these minds. With my I little house on top of the water. Romantic comedies <laughs> in New York. Where, where my bedroom floor in the middle of Fiji Island is glass. So yes. when I go to sleep oh at God. night, I see fish floating. What's that? Umaratu? Is that Umaratu? What's it called? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Umaratu? I think so. Yeah. Have you watched that show? I only watched one episode. Did you watch the. The Rook? No, no, no. Modern Love. Loved it. But other people hated it. Did you? I mean, I just watched the one. Did you watch the one that had uh, Anne Hathaway and that, and that black guy? Yes. I love that thing, that, that kind of like, that musical thing. That was really smart. Yeah, it was great about it was, how it is to be manic. And, I mean, yeah. It's kind of a spoiler, but it's interesting because some of the people in the writer's room did not really, weren't really feeling it. And I was like, did you watch all of the episodes? Because you don't have to like everything in a series, mm-hmm. especially an anthology series. I thought that was a whimsical. I mean, look, look, I watched that one only. I, I, I mean, because I, I was looking through and I was like, which one I want to watch, which one I want to watch. And I was like, I, I just decided to watch that one. I recommend and, the whole series. I mean, look, I, I, will, I, I, I will watch them because cause, cause I like that podcast and that thing. But it's just interesting you mentioned it about the romantic comedy in New York. And I was like, oh, yeah, you, you, there's, a whim, there's a whimsical way to Are do that. Kidding? If it's I had my control powers and I took over New York, all these people would be acting out when Harry met Sally. Uh, what is it? <laughs> 300, 500 dresses or whatever the hell that is. 300 days of summer. Or, like, yeah. why, is that, why is that not a movie? What? Somebody what? has the power to make them act out these popular movies and, <laughs> and they do it. And it's just like... What? what you this is your power, and you're making the people of New York act out all of you. Yeah, if you go up there, you can see West Side Story acted out by actual Puerto Sharks. Hey, hey. Right? <laughs> like, Jets. Like, you turned it into a musical amusement park for Yes. Yourself? Why not? I, I yeah. Why not? See, Wrong. that's what you need to do here. That's what you need to do. Anyway. I just want to control votes. <laughs> I just want to control the minds of What I need them to do when I need them to do it. But you do that anyway. <laughs> Is it really a power? I don't know already- to get my way though. <laughs> Doesn't money just do that? You don't need to be in their heads you know, to see that. Really? I just have a you know a tray of Armor Handers. What do you call Army Hander? What's his name? Army. Army Hammers. What's his name? Yeah, Army, Army Hammer. Yeah. 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 Army Hammers. You know, as my slaves. Bringing you things. <laughs> bringing you things. What the hell? <laughs> Bring it. You know what's funny? This Bring is it. the part that he's te- he's willing to tell us on radio yes. or on audio. Yes. What about your secret dark self? Because this is the good one. part. Oh, I haven't gotten to that part yet. I don't want to know. Look at that smile. Oh, he looked like a joker. Oh my god. No, Pat. Lord. You're, you're crazy. That's of course. I'm silly. This was a weird show. Okay, so look, we got our number one fan sitting over here, Sunny Yokum. How you doing, girl? Hey. <laughs> so you've been sitting over there. You got any questions for us while you're over there? Okay, good. Just want to make sure. Not one. No, it's fine. <laughs> How did Chris get like this? Yeah. <laughs> How did Jeff get like this? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Like like a strange upbringing. <clears throat> oh, my uh, Lord. Too many comments. For sure, for sure. Um, you want to read the people? Oh, you yes. Wanna do that? You want to do it when we get uh, to the Let's end. do it now. Let's do it now. Okay. You know what? I'm, I'm going to give Go a ahead. shout out to our Patreon backers who've been so dedicated and loyal. I'm, you know who's interesting? Scott Beck and Brian Woods are Are they followers? Are they really? And people don't know like 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 those are the writers like, who the wrote, quiet place who, and like yeah the one where my mama had to come me tell them <laughs> to their face that a mama would not have her baby behind her <laughs> and so that is from Mary Alice so uh, thank you guys thank wow. you guys so we, get, um, we we got uh, um, uh, Ron Greenspan mm-hmm. T J Berry Skylar Ezel Kiana uh, Nguyen uh, Kenosha Williams. Dietrich King Bay, Luana Richmond, Nicole Sylvester. Hey, Luana. Uh, That's Casey my girl. And, San Diego, um, SDSU. Casey Calendar. Mm-hmm. We have Antonio um, 
um, Kennedy. Mm-hmm. We have Jeff Thorne. Hey. Damn Skippy. And we have <gasps> Paul Gio are also supporters Aww. of our awesome, show. Awesome. So I want to thank all those people for for helping us out on the Patreon. Aww. Yes. Yay, Jeff. Give you guys a big brother Jeff. Yay. And where can people find our Patreon page? If you go to Screenwriters. <clears throat> oh my God. I'm using your radio voices. <laughs> your <laughs> national public radio. <laughs> Derek's the Quiet Storm, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this one's for the ladies. Screenwritersrr.com. <laughs> There'll be a link to our Patreon page there. Okay. You know what's funny? You guys say this, but the other day I was listening to our episode that that, that you were on, and I was like talking so goddamn fast, and I was like, "Do I talk that fast? Yes. yes. Do I like really me. talk that you're fast? Like it sounds like I'm on cocaine. Yeah, people, no. I'm not on cocaine. When you're excited, you can imagine. That's what I'm saying. When I get excited. That's what would that sound like? It'd be like a. <laughs> Exactly. I, I, like, we're, we're talking about something I was getting sound excited like a broke about. ass like, Cardi B but that's like, damn I sound like I'm crazy when I get excited <laughs> no no just excited it's I was like, I, you know, like you know what? I have to slow it down nope. I say talk it to you all the time more. slow it down talk more. I'm the same way I need to talk just, more we just speak in this so called so called radio we, for we just yeah. you yeah. we just speak no, it's fast just funny because, because I don't ever hear how I sound and then in my head I'm like oh you know what so all those words like we're clear in my head. It just didn't right. come out clear when I spoke well, we, them. I mean, nobody has a problem understanding you. So it just was weird to me. It just was because look, look who just many, walked in the door. Yeah. How many times? So, oh my God! <laughs> someone who claimed that she would never be on the show. Oh, <laughs> she's, she's not on. She might. Oh, she's not on. She's not actually appeared yet. I know. Oh my God! Hey, before before I'm we shocked. before we disappear, I'd like uh-huh. to say a shout out uh, and condolences to uh, John Witherspoon's family. Oh Pops. yeah, for sure passed on yes. and so you know iconic he's one of those dudes the first time I ever saw him and this is taken away back was the old episode of the Richard Pryor show and holy crap from 1974 um, you know on he's always been one of those people those funny character actor, actor he's almost one of those people that you feel like he's family because he, he's been in every iconic film that has had like some kind of like bonding thing with black Americans all over the place whether it's from um, mm-hmm. Hollywood Shuffle to Friday to right. Boomerang, I mean Boon. I mean everything. Mm-hmm. You know Boom he's talks. always there. Yeah, just <laughs> just always there. You know. Okay. And you okay. know. Okay. 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 <laughs> Coordinated. <Exactly. laughs> bang bang bang. So. <laughs> oh, that must. So damn. So <laughs> condolences. He's a huge loss to to Hollywood and black black he Hollywood is. in particular. Well, so look, I just think about, about him, John Witherspoon. I always felt that. I think you made a great point, Lisa. As I was was watching all, like all the memes on him, and I was like, he might not get a big role, but he gets such a uh, a role that creates an impact. Or and, and the thing is, I think a lot of times his stuff isn't even written like that. No, it seems like they just they just roll camera him roll. They roll camera. Come do this little piece with us. It's interesting because I kind of feel like. He's one of those guys where when black people were doing a movie and they were like, well, where's the old man? Where's the uncle? Oh, mm-hmm. let's get John. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's funny because it's like there was a, something I saw, I guess, yesterday. You know, they're shooting. Um, this is so weird. They're shooting Bad Boys 3 and Coming to America 2. And they the, showed Wesley and all that. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. That was really nice. I was like, this is interesting. It's like, it's like these guys all essentially do know each other. Mm-hmm. And and if they're doing came the movie, up together, they, they came together. It's like, hey, come do a film, come show up, do my thing. I mean, it's it's. I mean, that's just that's the thing about his, about who he was as an actor. It's like you were surprised if you saw him in something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. he, because it's so memorable. You're like, oh, right. he's in this cool. Just one little got right. one line. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 
So he will where, be where, where can people find you? Where are you at? People can <clears> find <throat> me at Unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, sir. I don't talk as or type as fast as I talk. It, it seems <laughs> he tried to slow down. Look. I am trying to slow down. <laughs> at I the end of the episode, he finally realizes he's talking no, too fast. I knew that earlier. I just <laughs> forgot to say it earlier. I have to talk slower. Exactly. I need to put my you know, forty-five on thirty-three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and then slow. <laughs> Jeff Thorne, where can I people mean, find you at? I, uh, in an asylum at this point. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm Thorne Identity on Twitter. Uh, don't come if you can't. Buckle up. Just buckle up. Um, play around. How um, come you and Lisa have the same tag like that? I mean, well, Cause we're I feel hip. like I'm goofy and people think because we like silly things right. and all that. I'm like, I do a lot of politics on my feed. Mm-hmm. I don't take shorts. If you're a fool, I will let you know. <laughs> I will clown anybody. Yeah. Anybody. <laughs> Literally anybody. Uh, I've got a Patreon. Um, Jeff Thorne, I think it mm-hmm. is. Okay. Do you, um, Jeff, your your sure. podcast. <laughs> your, Dreamnasium. Your Dreamnasium. Yeah. Oh, the Dreamnasium podcast, yes. which is <clears throat> season one is complete. We They just closed um, voting for the Audioverse Awards, but it's yeah. a scripted podcast. So we give it away for free. I have some books that you could buy off of it, but mm-hmm. that's all part of the podcast. I don't need to say that. If you go on Amazon and put in Dreamnasium, you'll find them. Right. Um, it's fun. It's just like uh, straight up sci-fi, no political overtones, no nothing, just like escapist fantasy mm-hmm. craziness. It's good. Um, yeah. And Actors I think we good. did a good job. Mm-hmm. It's my first official time of being the studio. Yeah. So it was me producing and sort of having editorial, mm-hmm. rephrase that, executive producing, which is different than on the ground producing. Yes. Right. Uh, <clears throat> and having editorial oversight over everything mm-hmm. and supplying the funds and all yes. that. Uh, and it was a great experience. Pamela and I talk about that all the time, don't we, Pamela? Uh, we like to do. <laughs> She's not here. We like to do a season two, but we can't justify a season two mm-hmm. if we don't get them stars for the algorithm. Yes. So if you go and you like it, please just drop us some stars, even if it's only one. Frankly, mm-hmm. I like to know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that's it. Dreamnasium. No, Dreamnasium. give them five star review because we need that. That's what he needs. Do we can get more? Yes. We want more. Well, yeah, at least at least a cult jam. I'm on what fresh hell is this? <laughs> But not real. I'm there, but you I'm lurking. I'm there, but I read stuff. And but I'm going on my other my other burner accounts and stuff. So mm. I'm around. But if you want to look for me, I'm I'm cornbread, greens and cornbread <laughs> icon avatar. So if you ever see a cornbread that my avatar, my other avatar, avatar is a nice nice bowl of greens, collard greens, <laughs> and some cornbread. And some red beans and rice. Mm-hmm. And if you could find that, you can find that's my other secret, my secret diet, my secret identity. Exactly. <laughs> Where I speak as the board. I don't know why I come here. You people are insane. Oh my God. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. <clears throat> Any questions, screenwritersrentroom at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to. Give us a five-star review. Subscribe to the show. Follow us. And Chris already mentioned our Patreon page. Just say it again for the hell of it. Patreon page. Please check out the show notes. You will find it. It is patreon.com slash SWRR. That's what's up. But there'll be a link in the show notes, and there's a link on the website, which is screenwritersrr.com. Right. And for the three people that are still on Facebook, you guys can find us there. Always delete Facebook. Hashtag always delete Facebook. Fucking... Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Anyway, uh, big shout out to everybody. We appreciate everybody listening to the show all over the world. We love you guys. Um, we still going to get Pamela on one day. She said she's coming. 
I don't know. <laughs> she got her Rams see, outfit on. Like she supposed to really play or something. See, see Pamela falls in the category that Carl Seaton talks about. Yeah, um, she a ghost. Do these people actually even here. exist? You know, because mm-hmm. we don't know. That's Richard over there pretending like he's doing her voice, by the way. Yeah, you know. it's Richard. <laughs> he's a ventriloquist. <laughs> He's like Edgar Bergen. <laughs> I, I have no idea what's happening. I, I, don't know. I don't know what's happening, folks. And, uh, I'm all alone in the studio. All these voices are, they're just me talking to myself. I don't know what's happening. Muskie Drew, you're here forever anyway. So, I mean, you're not going anywhere, right? You're damn, what immortal. they call it, immortal. 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 You know, oh, good Lord. Want to be vampire. Yeah. That's all. I want to be a vampire. I don't want to have to kill yeah, people. Do. I want that healing factor. That's a passive power. I'm not hurting nobody. Don't fuck with me. You said passive power. <laughs> Right. Since the one who's like, come for me, I'll be on the corner. It's yeah, just don't break in my one. house, though. That's all. Like, yeah, that's your ass if you break it over the house. I'm just telling you. So you got a big sign on the front door. Mm, Wolverine lives here. Yes. Enter at your own risk. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, everybody, joining me, y'all know how we're doing on the rant room on this show. We keep it real, we keep it opinion. Oh, I, one more thing before I finish. Yes. Um, we're probably going to take off for a week because Chris and I are going to be shooting right. um, for next week. So, um, We'll come back in like two weeks or something yeah. like that. Well, we'll shoot in two weeks. Yeah. 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 Indeed. Uh, anyway, on the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? Wakanda, Wakanda forever. 2022? Are they back? That's when it's coming back. That's when it's coming back? That's supposedly. Wakanda. Yeah. That's a long time. Uh, yeah. Actually, it's good. I think coming it's good. Coming to Wakanda, the music. He just started. They said that. <laughs> Ryan just long. started writing the script. Okay. Just now? All I ask, Ryan Coogler, sir, all I ask, if you bring him on her back and you bring it back in the ancestral plane, please let him bitch slap T'Challa one time. Wow. wow. It's a long time. That's all I ask. It's a very long time. Yeah, they shouldn't have pushed it back. From all the late I got phases. two words for you, Ryan. We've never met. We don't know each other. We have nothing in common <laughs> except this. Princess Xander. Mm. Princess Xander. Go watch my cartoon and put Princess Xander in <laughs> Because people will love you for that. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That was that. All right. Peace, y'all. Ciao. I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Road Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd Has got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, they used to bowl a kaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hillier He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screen Writing this exciting When you turn an outline Into something 